It is Thursday morning. It is the birth of a new NFL season this morning. Look, everything is going crazy in the world, but at least the NFL is still happening. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today and talk about a bunch of news stories going on in the world of entertainment. RoboCop without a RoboCop. We're going to figure all that out and uh, talk about a bunch of new trailers as well. Let's introduce everybody who is on the show. First, uh, two of my faction mates are on this show here from the Finstock Exchange. Let's start out with the guy who is going to be fighting for the title tomorrow live on pay-per-view. Ben, the boss, Bateman. How are you, brother man? Yeah, unmute yourself there, Ben. <laughs> it'll help. Uh, it'll help on the, the game tomorrow night as well. Seems yeah. like, yeah, probably if you can hear me, that'd be better. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Of course, and, dude. Uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. So yeah, thank you. Look at him; he looks relaxed. Uh, Riley, Mark Riley's on the show as well. Finstock Exchange, up, everybody. Remember? Look how, how relaxed you? your partner looks. He's just so relaxed. He's ready to go. Well, I ain't uh, playing for the title, so you know, I'm nice. <laughs> Feels good is here. Are you saying he looks relaxed? Is is that like when people are like, "You look tired"? Is that what you're? Saying? No, like, no, I'm saying you look pretty. You look, you look like you've slept well. You look very calm, confident. Oh, I appreciate well, that. my makeup artist okay. did right then because <laughs> I don't sleep. And of course, Thanks. Brett Sheridan doing his thing. The comedy genius that is Brett Sheridan. Oh, How are you, Brett? Gee, oh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> now, is a relaxed Bateman a good thing or a bad? Because I learned that a relaxed Roca means you're dialed in, but a yeah. freaked out Roca means that you're yeah. Yeah, that's no. the opposite. Freaked out rogue is no good. Uh, <laughs> relaxed rogue is good. Relaxed Bateman is good. But you can okay. never tell if Bateman's freaking out or not until after the match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the beautiful Kate Mulligan. We were texting last night about the Woo! vow. Uh, I got to the, I got the other six episodes last night from HBO. We started pouring through them. My God. But look at that thing. Look at that shirt. Omar. Omar coming. <laughs> Omar coming. The game is the um, game. Michael K. Williams, respect. One of the goats. One of the goats. That's right. That's, That's right. why I put That's it right. on today. That's yes. why I put it on today for you, RB3. Thank you. Thank Some you. love. Ben got it over there. How are you, Ben? How are things? Uh, good morning, y'all. I'm very, very sore. I did a fitness what? gym last night and got my ass <laughs> <You>. kicked. <laughs> yeah, everything's starting to happen, man. People starting to feel a little bit normal getting back into that working out stuff. RB3, how are you feeling, my man? Did you drop a meaning of yesterday? Uh, nah, nah, it didn't come out yesterday. It's actually coming out tomorrow. We got tomorrow. the meeting of the Amazing Spider-Man with Hector Navarro. Very oh, big nice. episode. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. And uh, hey, shout out to Sabrina. Yesterday was her birthday. We had an amazing yeah. birthday stream. Thank you shout so much out. to all the supporters. PC, um, Aiden, uh, mm. Pardis, uh, uh, Dan Danny Ramirez, everybody who who just uh, contributed and uh, came That's in and awesome. said happy birthday. So thank you, thank you, and uh, respect. Yeah, appreciate y'all. So you got Robert uh, Robert Smith on your show tomorrow, aka Hector Navarro. He's not Latino. <laughs> like, he's trying to say he is not. Please, please translate. Smith. Uh huh. There it everybody is. knows <laughs> what his real name is. Uh, Robert. Smith. He's brown passing. Um, all right, let's uh, let's. <laughs> oh, I can say that because I'm Latino. Can't touch me. All right. Uh, ben, we got a bunch of news stories to get to. Let's jump into it, man. So we oh. got the goodness that is. Oh, what's up, bro? And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, please send in your Streamlabs, your Super Chat, your Schmobots, all of that. We got a stacked, stacked crew today. Seven people to entertain you for this morning, afternoon, evening, depending on when you're watching or listening to us around the world. So please support us. So, you know, if you like seeing us every day, that's how you do it every day, sending in Streamlabs, Schmobots, and Super Chats. Remember the Super Chat after $30, you get that British voice, and $20 gets to do impressions and anything else you want to say. So uh, the Mobot will dictate it for you. All right, I ben, heard got Kate it. do a, a Abby Cadabby. It sounded like, but you guys said Harley Quinn. But I thought it was you could be like 
Abby Cadabby, right? Trying to do an Elmo. <laughs> it was good. It was nice. Gonna, I want to see what Ben trying. Bateman what impressions. Ben Bateman. Yeah, I know. Oh, what? Why? Oh, yeah. Ben does a good Nicholas Cage. Ben does a great Nicholas Cage. I didn't okay Nick Cage. I got an okay Tom Cruise. But you know, just one or two. So there you not, go. You know, yeah. Now I'm on the spot. So hey, hey, I've been milking one or two for you know a year now. So <laughs> <laughs> you did your 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 impression of John Voight's sweat saying an anaconda is my favorite thing you yeah, do. Yeah, true. I, I, can, can I can I say too? I know Sabrina had a hard time with impressions, but I gotta say, she did an impression of Grace Randolph last night. It is spot <laughs> oh. on. Spot Start controversy on. this early in the morning. This is oh, great. No. Now, isn't, I mean, hey, look at that first cut. It's not gonna be here, but check it out. Right. First cut live. That's right. There you go. Still you plugging. All right. So, we got you there. Wait, time yeah. out. John Roca, you yeah. just said the phrase "he's brown passing," and then you come at RB three about starting controversy. This morning. <laughs> That's different. I'm, I'm Latinos to Latinos. That's you know we just keep ball your bust. brown passing controversy over back in Black Lana, okay, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Odd. Is this the show this morning? Is this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Roca's, Roca's right. favorite thing. Roca's favorite thing is to say off color shit and be like, "Well, I'm not white, so it's totally." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you guys you know, have had 400 years to say your off color stuff. Let me have a little bit of time look at, look at there you go look at him look at him uh all right i'm gonna get my acres and my mule and get out of here all right ben what's our Whoa. next step? oh too far okay oh, okay jesus christ man when's uh, okay. what's our first news story let's get no, out we, of this Maya we're in right now some star wars <laughs> posters here if anybody wants yeah, to change yeah, their yeah. uh their mood <laughs> that star wars a john boyega yeah good paul there uh, all right go ahead and, and, and eve um, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't get Kate talking about Wally again. Um, oh, yeah. brother. Uh, so yesterday we got so a little bit a, a good. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> shut the fuck up, everybody! Can we do the fucking news? Go, Ben, go. Uh, <laughs> we got a little bit of good news yesterday with the Dune release. Uh, the the first trailer we've been waiting for for so long, and surprisingly, yeah. it did have a release date on it. December 18th. Yeah. A lot of people were surprised about that. You know, that was honestly like uh, a main topic of discussion where is it going to make it? Like, is it going to? Everything's been pushed back. And already a day later, Deadline is reporting that both Wonder Woman and Dune, probably the last two big blockbusters of the year, are being pushed back. Wonder yeah. Woman is trying to get a November slot while Dune is looking for something in 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, guys, you think this is the right decision, or do you think at least Dune maybe in December should hold its ground? I'm curious about this because people seem to be positive about how Tenet did against all odds. $20 million over the weekend, $150 million so far worldwide. But there were reports that people were showing up to theaters and they were the only people in theaters or they were only two of five or whatever. And so maybe they're getting internal numbers, these studios, and they're looking at this situation and they're seeing that people still aren't comfortable domestically going back to the theater. But they do feel the country is slowly starting to reopen or feel comfortable, even though there are reports coming out that Sturgis situation, whatever, of like mass infections. But they're starting to feel a little more comfortable coming back to their normal lives so maybe the studios want to wait an extra month or two before they drop these things so that people start to come in at bigger numbers and they get recoup they can recoup more box office uh that that seems to be what i'm seeing from this 
possible this article is a possibility for why one woman and, and, and uh, real quick before you jump in uh Bateman or anybody else uh it i forgot that i i thought that bond and black widow moved in next year they're both no, no. in and they're both in november yeah, so if yeah. wonder woman moves to november they might move so we're gonna have joey we're gonna have so much $50. shifting around Thursday oh thank you joey dot, dot 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 assemble what a great start to my early weekend bateman how are you working with a recent root canal being done boss indeed Roka, how are the Gazoingas? Hey, Riri, Brett, Kate, RB3, and Ben. Let's hit the like button, y'all. Dude, Ben, you had a root canal? What's going on with that? You had, oh. a, you had too much sweets? Yes, yesterday, going? dude. Holy I shit. Had a, what? Had a yet. I'm halfway through it. I have to go back next week for I the know. finish. Oh. They don't, why don't they just do it in one day? I don't understand. Like cra- oh. it's, it, it's the mo- I mean, I don't want to go on this tangent because I actually am interested in what you were talking about with movies. But <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there, I, I posted a picture on my Instagram. Like it was actually just a. It was actually just a story. But but anyway, they put the little like, it's like a like a friggin' wand inside mm-hmm. your tooth. They drill a hole and they jam the thing in. When I took the picture of it to see it, I was like, that's the most upsetting thing I've ever seen. There's a literal <laughs> needle jammed inside my tooth. It's yeah, like yeah. long. It goes all the way into the roots of your gums. Anyway, crazy. Uh, wow. I took a bunch of Percocet last night when I got home, and today I feel hungover even though I didn't drink. So nice. I'm not taking any of that today because tomorrow is way too important. So. Goddard, did he say wand? Goddard, did he say wand? All right. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so what's your thought on the movie situation, Ben? And we miss you a, yeah. a, a good second day of this so you can recover quickly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Um, I think the movie situation is, is really interesting because what, what Tenet had going for it in this situation is that it was sort of the, it was like the, the experiment, like the, right. the guinea pig, so to speak. Right. And so it's the only movie of real significance. Like many of you guys drove places to go see Tenet. I almost did the same thing. I really wanted to see it. You know, I didn't do it yet, but like I definitely considered the same thing. Hmm. Now, a lot of the people I know sent me a picture of an empty theater. So <laughs> I, I heard the same thing. If you put yourself in a November situation or a December situation where there's not just one big movie, but let's say there's even like three movies opening in a weekend that are significant at all, and the climate hasn't changed too much, now you're going to have the same tiny little sliver of people that are comfortable going divided up. The smaller movies are going to get absolutely destroyed, and anything that's even remotely mid-level is just a complete loss. It's a Mm write-off. So I I feel like the studios maybe are going to gamble on like their one big movie because the movies you're talking about if it's like wonder woman or if it's dune these are enormous events right but there's only like three or four or five of those in an entire year every other movie should not be getting released in the theater until there's any kind of national uh or or i guess worldwide confidence in going back to the theater and like as somebody who loves movies more than almost anyone and i would like kill to see these movies i still don't feel comfortable I still don't really feel comfortable going to a theater right now i just i don't think i would do it if i could drive to go see tenet in my neighborhood Maybe, you know, maybe if I'm the only person I put it like an N95 on, but that's like Tenet. It's like the top of the top of the top. Right. I'm not going to go see an American pickle if it's in theaters. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you had that example right oh, off the wow. top. Poor Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you say there, Riles? Oh, I don't know what to say on this stuff, man. It's like, <laughs> seriously, I'm, I'm, it's like we're going to. They, they gonna, don't call him the best color man of the business for nothing, folks. <laughs> <We're> gonna, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, back to you, Roka. No idea. Thank you. Uh, I <laughs> just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Uh, well, one, I think that you know we have all these movies coming out in November, but if Warner Brothers, who's doing right, they're doing Dune and Warner and Wonder Woman. So if they're already looking to move right. Wonder Woman, but not Dune, but move Dune and not Wonder Woman, you see what I'm saying? It just doesn't. I don't think they know. I don't think anybody yeah. knows really until we get. 
until we get something that it does everything you said, Ben. Yeah, I'm not comfortable going back into a theater yet because L.A. is not there yet. I mean, yeah. for fuck's sakes, they canceled Halloween. They, they did. <laughs> that they Halloween. did. No trick or treat. Uh, I mean, cross I like the Riley's board. Riley's more mad about that it, than anything else. It's canceled <laughs> everything. So, <laughs> you know, I think all of these big movies, they're looking at Tenant. Tenant, I mean, you are walking in with a handicap right now of box office dollars so these huge movies aren't going to make they're not able to open at full strength so you're counting these weird pennies over here and you're looking at over here and then you're mulling over uh the vod and stuff i a lot of these are probably just going to keep moving i mean wonder woman just keeps moving dune looked beautiful i want to see it in in a theater so it's it's probably going to move next year that's what i think ultimately is going to happen yeah yeah what do you think what do you think rb Hey, RB3, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. I want to see your face. Let me let me pull myself. No, it's off okay. Right no, 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 no. It's no, good. I don't want you to I don't want you to be some like mm. voice from beyond. Let me pull myself off real quick. I'll make a coffee. <laughs> no, you can just you just hit stop video and then it'll take okay. you off. Okay, automatic. great. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, I oh, So this RB3, wasn't magnanimous. RB3, you're muted before you make your point. Oh, okay. Now I'm back now. Yeah. I'm back. Um, but it that wasn't magnanimous. She said, I'm going to make a coffee. She, it's not because she wanted it. No, it's, I'm still uh, here. I'm still you know, here. She's still dirty. She's dirty like Shut that. up and yeah. let him talk. Let talk, please. <laughs> I'm, still I'm still here. I'm still here. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone, kidding. Is everyone auditioning <laughs> for the next Mark Ellis Viper Room show? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, well, what's funny? Okay, so what Dune, Dune makes it like what Tenet was basically like the first of three like big blockbusters, right? Uh, Tenet, then Wonder Woman, then Dune. Like that was pretty much their whole layout for the entire year. What happens when you take like what when you take the first one, the big like test experiment, which you know was they bet big on was Christopher Nolan, and that flops. That kind of makes you think about the the other two in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wonder if you know it, th- th- there's two ways to look at it, right? Like there's one side of it. Like if there are a lot more movies opening in November, I do think it would encourage more people to just go to the movies. Though, like even though like there are empty theaters now. I think if there's more movies opening, people are going to get this idea of like, oh, it must be safer if they're like feeling safe to open these movies. But if they keep pushing movies back, there definitely is going to be a lack of enthusiasm to, to go back to. So like I can kind of see the studio executives being like, hey, let's push these dates as hard as possible right now. And um, let's see how excited people are going to get for it. But it seems like at least right now, at least um, in the month of September, we're what, like, three months away from December, at least as of right now, it just doesn't look like it's a good position. It doesn't look like it will be nearly profitable. I mean, they said Tenet has to make like $800 million to, to break even. Um, I'm sure Dennett will probably... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm Dennett. I'm sure Dune... Um, <laughs> yeah, good old Dennett. I'm sure Dune will probably have to make somewhere in, around in the same range. I'm sure Wonder Woman probably too. So Yikes. it's like, there's no... It's like a no-win situation at this point releasing mm-hmm. it this year. Um, if they decide to push it back, they could decide to push it back. But, you know, there's already a crowded space in 2021. So, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. the thing I come back to. If we keep pushing this thing at some point, you're going to lose money either way. And you make yeah. a great point, RB3. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. 
Because if you drop it here, you take a chance. You might not get anything. But if you go to 2021, there's so many films falling on top of each other. It's like that summer uh, season last year where it was like, wait one week and there's a whole new movie. Wait two weeks, there's a whole other movie. And so yeah. people are trying to do that opening weekend thing. And, we're, and, and some studios were getting lost in the mix uh, with their profits. And this same thing could happen here. And, I, you know, Ben, I don't know, Goddard, I don't know if you got out to see any of this stuff, but like, they were hoping to, that if they opened it in these other cities that people would like go in mass and go in large numbers, and they didn't. And the people who actually live in those cities didn't even go at the high numbers to validate opening these uh, opening these opening uh, tenant in those in that situation. So maybe they're just looking at it going, this this doesn't make any sense to us financially. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to intercept real quick, but I think LA and New York is a big part of that. I think that's that's yeah. That's, that's of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and not. I, I do that. think I, I will say uh, I do think that maybe Wonder Woman or a Black Widow or a Bond might be the exception. Like okay. I do think Dune, Dune and Tenant, I feel like go hand in hand, and and Tenant does have you know Nolan behind it, so you know Nolan's money uh, movies do make more money than than Villeneuve's movies. But with the cast, I feel like it kind of evens it out of Dune. Mm, yeah. Um, but uh, I do think I do think people would risk it to go see Wonder Woman or Black Widow. Mm. I mean, that's just like the unfortunate nature of this business that, hey, this is Black Widow's last movie in the MCU. Right. Oh, man, I've been waiting for this Wonder Woman sequel and Chris Pine is back. Let's go. This is Daniel Craig's final Bond movie. Let's go. Mm. So I do think that that might be an exception over, hey, I know – I like I like Inception and I kind of liked Interstellar, but I I don't know if I'm ready yet. Yeah. You know, another month or two in November, you know, with you know YouTube, fucking kids partying, literally doing a college party tour like assholes. Yeah, like maybe they're they'll be more comfortable with it. Maybe you know there won't be huge fires Anthony and, and looking like fucking Blade Runner out I there right now. I saw at 1 p.m. today. Anthony. There was only six of us in one of the biggest theaters in the cinema. Yeah. It yep. would have seated 300. <sighs> yes, I saw it in your future. I enjoyed it still trying to work it out, though. <laughs> That's this the general consensus. <laughs> oh. The 20 million that Tenet made was actually over 10 days because it includes what it made in Canada, which opened a week earlier than the U.S. As far uh, as what it made over the past uh, holiday weekend in just the U.S., it only made about 10 million. Hmm. Fair. See, there I you think go. you know since I am part of this and I'm a professional movie, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> person. Of course uh, you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. now, but I think uh, now that you're talking about it, I'm I'm thinking like ten. You're you're right. That's I don't think that to the Joe public, you know, was something that people were hyped about. I I know about it because of this, but I think something like you said, Ben, like Wonder Woman would have more people going out for it. I mm. think that maybe we're just confused because in this space we talk about it so much, but I don't yeah. think there's people. You know, uh, in in Nebraska, freaking out about getting to see Tenet or something, but Wonder Woman, perhaps, or you know, yeah. So what, what do you, what do you think, thing. Kate? What do you think, Kate? Well, I think, um, I mean, I, I think there's two models that you can look at. I think the first model you can look at is what happened with Tenet, and then the second model you can look at is what happened with Mulan. And I sort of feel like, is there any advantage to releasing either way? And it seems like Mulan making, I mean. We only knew the international. Is that what it was? It was five million. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Um, so, great. so it seems like okay. I don't. I mean, I guess I don't know. When we when we get the the box office numbers, does that include what the movie like what the companies had to pay those theaters to be showing it? I mean, do we know? Are we seeing the net? Or are we seeing the gross? Yeah. yeah. We're seeing the gross probably. So it just seems like right now, um, 
especially because the theaters aren't open everywhere, it seems like it doesn't make sense to do either. It seems like, you know, unless you know, unless you're on the inside of that production company and you know you can take that cut and you just want to put out content so people have goodwill towards you or you have a you want you want to have a movie that's going to be hyped unfortunately mulan i have since seen it um bummer yeah Yeah. it's okay it was a bummer man i gotta tell you it's like it's like a science experiment like you only can have one variable so if they wanted to change one thing like okay you're not gonna have music great then keep the rest the fucking same they had so (laughs) many variables in this thing they had so many it was like now there's not now there's not a hawk it's a witch that turns into a like it's it was just it was all over the map anyway but like even even if it didn't make money for them if everybody was talking positively like oh my god that live action mulan was amazing well, that helps maybe bring in future sales for something else. Exactly. Right. But if, you know, so like that's the only reason why you would want to release something during this time, I think, because I don't think anybody's making their money. Well, that's, yeah. I, was, I think Kate, I think Kate, to, just to, just to, I'm really quickly RB3, mm-hmm. I'll throw it back to you. Like what you just said, Kate, is the truth and has been the truth, though, for every movie that's been released in any platform in any way forever, which is that you only get the goodwill of a quality movie if it's a quality movie. And sometimes, right. like Mad Max Fury Road or something, where that movie, yeah probably was on the same level as like a dune maybe maybe lower like definitely probably lower but like that same sort of cult appeal with a very cool trailer that movie had so much goodwill came out the opening weekend everybody was like you have to see this so it filled theaters the next weekend i think what's going on right now is that we're looking at something it's kind of like the digital model right like they did like all these big companies bought all these digital platforms being like well the audience is there so we'll monetize this later then they realized, you know what? The old institution that we knew that made money of audience doesn't work with digital. So then all the companies went out of business. I think the theaters are like, well, people want to see movies, they'll pay for it. So we're going to figure out the best way to release, whether it's digital or theaters right now, the hybrid, maybe VOD streaming. And it's like, no one's making their money back because mm-hmm. that old institution that worked was movie theaters charging for concessions and charging for ticket prices. And that's how you made your money back. You can't yeah. do it right now. These movies will not break even. Blockbusters right. cannot make their money back right now, no yeah. matter what. Right. Not right now. Part, part of me, part of me wonders um, what will, what will persist of of Tenet going forward, right? Like, will it mm. have like? I think the conversation changes if Tenet only makes ten million this weekend, but it ends up making more money next weekend, or it, it continues to have legs and continues growing. Because if it has an initial bad opening weekend, somebody at Warner Brothers could probably chalk it up to, hey. It was it was opening weekend. It was just scary. You know, people didn't want to go out. But if we see it over the next few weeks, have sustainability, have legs over uh, multiple weeks. And listen, like I said before, like L.A. and New York are really the places where buzz builds. And the fact that a movie like Tenet wasn't opening in this in this in these areas hurts the buzz and hurts the anticipation. So now it has to really, really go to like. The, the, mid, the middle of America, uh, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, kind of buzz within, within, within that and kind of build it in that way. So it has to be an organic buzz. And unfortunately, I don't think Tenet is the one to do that. Like, I think Tenet yeah. is very, um, I think is good. I think I really enjoy it, but I think a lot of people are going to walk out of it and not really vibe with it so much and maybe not even well, like it as much as other Nolan movies. So. And let's say, like, even people that like it, it's like, you got to see it a few times. It's like, now it's not the time to see <laughs> right. the movie multiple right. viewings. So yeah. that's yeah. like, when that's like the asterisk on every single positive Tenet review that, hey, yeah. you know, it requires multiple viewings. It's like, all right, well, then I'm not going to go risk a movie that I won't understand the first time I Molotov's see it. Molotov's like, wait. cocktail donated $20. Ooh. Number one that? contender, Ben the Browse Bateman in the house. 
Can I get angry Riley Irish focus Chicago Kate Russian Ben Anaconda Brett Michael B. Jordan and Nick Cage talking trash on Bateman's eyebrows. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man. That means you gotta talk trash Brows. about your own eyebrows. We're gonna have to like we're gonna have to like have Jesus a conch Christ. like a conch shell that we all hold to conch know shell. when we're talking. <laughs> like, I've got it now. Let's make a rule. Uh, we'll do that one for sure. We'll do that one right now. Uh because I'm not now? writing okay. Well, yeah, because like it's every character. <laughs> all right. Um yeah. So, I'm gonna have one line. Uh, Max, three characters per Schmobot. Yeah, three that's fair. That's just because like we can't have seven. Like we we're gonna yeah. all these topics are gonna be very long. So we got seven people. For the seven, I love them. For the seven, you're gonna have to donate a hundred. But for yes. the twenty, you can do three. <laughs> I, I like it. Seems fair. Seems fair. Um, but I do. The key to improv is to have as many people speaking at the same, at the same time. <laughs> That's right. That's yes, talk. and yes, now, and everybody now, now talks. Now everybody talk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody, Shroka everybody started talk. off trashing Bateman's eyebrows. Know, have just... you seen the size of those things? My God, they're out of control. They're like two Loch Ness monsters fighting each other on his face. Okay. Man, why That's don't you, you get got. a manscape and shape your eyebrows, man? You really need to shave them. I think it's enough talking about my eyebrows. I want to hunt snakes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, man. What the I mean, fuck is wrong with your eyebrows? I'm fucking out of here. That fucking <laughs> me off. Those fucking eyebrows. Fuck you. Hey, man, come on, man. I mean, you know, I use my eyebrows a lot too when I act, but you, you gotta get those things together, man. I mean, come on. In Soviet Russia, we share everything, but in this case, you can keep those. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what I think about those eyebrows. They would look great on the floor of the den. Oh, there it is. Which Kate was that? That's not Chicago. Kate, is it? <laughs> um, what that was. Anything so that, else that, on this, that on was this 2000, topic, guys? That well, was real, 2007, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> real quick, um, uh, what Kate was talking about with the Disney Plus situation, I mean, they did announce that it was 68%. Uh, there was a 68% spike in downloads of Disney Plus over this past weekend, which is, of course, when Queen Mulan came out. Donated $20. Oh, yeah, I think, unfortunately, that do won't make the megabucks even in a normal world. Yeah, I agree. Normal audiences don't know the property like Marvel or Star Wars. Just think yeah. it will pull in similar numbers like a Blade Runner, even if the film is incredible. Hi, Kate. Yeah, yeah agreed. I think the cast uh, the might, might put that, it over. I'm hoping. Uh, this is uh, being as opt in, in a normal world. Right. I do think because, you know, like Blade Runner, like Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, love the actors, but they're not like box office draws. Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet, Jason right. Momoa, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin. Like you have these MCU and Star Wars actors <laughs> in this. Who's so Josh hopefully. Uh, <laughs> you mean Josh Brolin? It's Brolin. Oh, Brolin. And I, not Brolin. Brett, Josh Brett Brolin. And I, Brett and I just looked at each other and wondered who was going to say it first. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think Goddard would Brolin. be said. Christ. This is the thing, Ben. I feel so bad because Fuck all of you. <laughs> you do. I got no fucking sleep and you're going to fucking Brolin, Brolin. Suck my fucking fault. dick. It's not our fault you were up all night on Twitch. Calm it down. Calm and it down. I thought you were talking asshole. about him saying Zendaya wrong, but uh, <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> Says Zendaya, you fucking bespectacled 
musical, bitch. <laughs> so angry. So angry. How, much, how can be so much anger in one little person? Oh my God. Maybe I do need to go get a coffee. I honestly don't know how any of these names are pronounced. And I always assume Ben is has the correct one. Like, he's studied and, and, and everybody else is doing it wrong. I'm not joking here. I really do think that, like, I'm like, oh, maybe it is Idris. You know, I, I, I was saying it wrong all the time. I'm officially rooting for Kevin Smith. <laughs> I do, I do want to finish this one Goddard, quick point about Disney I'm Plus. Uh, rooting for whatever write-in people said on Twitter. <laughs> Chief Financial Officer Christine McCarthy did say Wednesday that Disney was happy with the debut of Mulan on streaming okay. service, but she declined to reveal any of the sales numbers. And according mm, to this course. report from Bloomberg.com, they're not going to release those numbers until November on the next mm. quarterly sales call. So it's Shh. anyone's guess if it's yeah. any good or not. And I think RB3 we, made a great point with the second okay. weekend's going to really show us and we do have to judge like, i know it's like a weird judgment but mm -hmm. like the signups in december when it's mm -hmm. free sign up mm -hmm. the the disney plus signups in december when it's yeah. free yeah and a lot of people feel like they can wait because the reviews haven't been great wait, wait, go wanna... back on that i i just want to they're going to release some stuff in november about disney plus is that what they said yeah the, like all the, the numbers. numbers and everything yeah yeah, yeah yeah quarter of the sales call Yep. Interesting. After the Mandalorian debuts, season two. <laughs> ah, great see, point, see, Riley. Great ah, point. See, Just a, wondering. Just check. Fantastic point. Bro. But you know, it's it's funny. I wonder. I mean, because people are always the, the executives are always going to say they're happy, right? The Warner Brothers people said they're happy right, with Tenet making twenty million dollars, right? Yeah, and you they know did. they're not happy with that. But you think, you know, I guess with Disney, the metric isn't necessarily like how much money they are making is how much money are they avoiding from losing, right? Yeah. Because I guess in the situation where um, Tenet is literally needs $800 million to break even and what, it makes like $20 million and then makes, what, $80 million overseas? Um, at least in the case of Mulan, it, it, it probably made at least, it probably made at least somewhere a little more, a little higher than that. But the problem, the thing is, they never have to reveal it. This Disney Plus, mm -hmm. the same thing that Netflix does. They never have to reveal their numbers to the general right. public yeah. until they have to. So they could say mm -hmm. success all they want, as opposed to Tenet, where we're clearly seeing is not working yeah. out. Disney could say it's working out for them all they want. And it's it's not a troll situation either, where you could buy it over and over again and make $300 million, right? Once you buy it, you have it for as yeah. long as you keep Disney Plus. So you're not getting repeat buys in this situation, which could lead to more profit. Um, Kate, I'm sorry I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. Oh no, you didn't cut me off. No, I was just gonna say I like to uh, I like to think of everything in terms of Animal Crossing, and in Animal Crossing, you buy turnips at a certain price, and then you have to sell them off, or else yeah. they become worthless. They just rot, right? So, uh, if you think about this, so like, so if I have if I buy a bunch of turnips and I sell, I buy them for a hundred, and then buy I couldn't sell them before the end of the week, then I get fifty for them. I get I get some of my money back, but I absolutely had to sell them off. Otherwise I got no money back. Mm. That's not the case with movies. Like if 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 the if a production company or a studio needs cash flow, that is one reason to release it. But there's no one saying you have to release it this year. Mm. And I understand why they're not going to get as big of a profit releasing it. I understand like why the theory of like, well, if we're the only movie in a theater, then 100% of people going to theaters will come see our movie. Except for there's not a lot of people coming to see movies. So do you want 100% of a little amount or do you want next year do you want 50 percent of a massive amount or do you want 30 percent of a massive mm. amount there's no one saying you have to release it this year so unless there's cash flow, flow problems which of course everybody's having cash flow problems right now right except for toilet paper companies maybe but yeah. truly like 
for me, it's like, why you don't you don't need to do this. Mulan did not have to come out this year. I understand that they had that opening, but like, they didn't have to do this. And like, so the question is, why did they do it? And wait a minute, I got to go back to this point you just made. Yeah. Why are toilet paper companies making more money now than they did? Are people pooping more than ever before? No, well, that, from that the run on toilet paper. Oh, that reminds oh, me of right. something, fair, Kate. Fair, fair. Talking about toilet paper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, here it is. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> you know, this hey, reminds me of uh, something I wanted to tell the people with buttholes. Um, if you have one, oh, go ahead, Eric. We'll try that again. Oh, we're cutting it? All right. So if you have a butthole, again, let's get back to that part. This ad is for you. I love that as an opening for an ad. I mean, come on. So it's hard to believe that people go to the bathroom in this country and most of us wipe with that horrible, horrible toilet paper instead of washing our butts. Uh, bidets have been available for years and years, but they are hideously expensive and cost thousands of dollars. I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a bidet, but the Hello Tushy modern bidet attachment is here to democratize yeah, I always have a trouble with this. Democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets to offer clean buttholes to everyone. <laughs> uh, Hello Tushy cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water for just $79. It attaches to your existing toilet. Um, it's, it needs no extra electricity. There's no extra plumbing you needed um it cuts toilet paper by 80 percent 80 percent less toilet paper so the hello tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months because with hello tushy you don't wipe it all even the best two-ply can't cut it when it comes to a hands-free poop experience what everyone needs right now ditch paper products and uncomfortable chafing when you switch to the soothing cleansing stream of water from the hello tushy bidet attachment and Every Hello Tushy Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month war warranty. Try it out for 60 days. Join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. What do you want to do? Where do I go, Brett? Where should I? How's talking work? Uh, go to hellotushy.com slash live to get 10% off. This is a special offer just for our listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash live for 10% off. Hellotushy.com slash live. And if you have fancy nails like Kate, you don't have to scratch your butthole like she was talking about yesterday. You can just wash that butt and have it nice and clean and no um, fake nail scratches. Uh, go get yourself one today. Brett, did your agent was your agent like, hey, Brett, I, I, we have a, a spot for you. It's a butthole commercial. <laughs> I'm telling you, audition for that. <laughs> I I totally. Anytime we got like manscaped and what was it, the blue chew, I was like, yeah, I'll do these. These are hilarious. <laughs> Roka well knows some of the ones you have to go the auditions. Like, oh god, how am I gonna sell this turn? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got one after this that I'm curious to see how I'm gonna do that one. All right, Ben, uh, let's move on to our next thing. Uh, we got a brand new trailer for Blumhouses, directed by Christopher Landon, the director of Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. A new little movie of Freaky. Uh, Vince Vaughn uh, stars as a killer that kills Millie, a teenage girl who's attacked. Uh, and turns out she doesn't die. She's, she switches bodies with Vince Vaughn as the murderer. Mm -hmm. So now... Uh, this psychopathic murderer is stuck in this high school girl's body. She's Hi. stuck in this, like... I can't see you. <laughs> Probably not what he wants to hear right now. Oh, my God. Was that part of the horror movie or no? 
Oh my god, that's scary. Yeah, that's well, scary. we're in a horror movie <laughs> now. What the hell was that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was a Kate's kit. Oh, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> uh, so, did you guys watch the trailer? Did it sound good to you, Riles? Yeah, I, 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 I'm. I don't know what this this trailer looks all over the place. Ridiculous. I'm in. One hundred. Palma donated twenty dollars. Leroy Jenkins. What? Leroy Jenkins. Oh, Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins. Wow, that's a throwback. By the way, James. James said hi. James, that was James that said hi. He oh. couldn't hear you, he said. Oh. Okay, good. Uh, we were uh, about I cannot hear you. Uh. <laughs> anyway, Ross. Yeah, no, uh, I was just saying. It, it, I heard about this. This, this movie, when, when I heard about it, I went, holy shit, this sounds ridiculous. This sounds ridiculous. It sounds interesting. $20. If Simone drops $500, he'll release Ben's silver bullet category for the upcoming match kidding. Well, kind of, but anyway, so it's well-known barbarian acts as a trainer for the exchange. Who's he training for Bateman versus Moral 2? Oh, good question. Mm. Good question. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm going to let you keep talking here, Riley. Yeah, I know. I'll just, uh, well, I like that trailer. That trailer was... Come on, Riley. Try. <laughs> have a comment. Don't be so, don't be, don't be pouty, Riley. Just yeah, finish your pouty. freaking, come on. Don't be Ellis. Keep, finish keep trying. It makes oh, us money Lord. when you, you try. I'm pouty. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, listen. Everybody Don't gather around this. the campfire. We're going to talk about this trailer, and we're going to talk about it right. Okay, so let's start with Vince Vaughn, right? Mm -hmm. No, this trailer looks great, guys. I was really excited. Uh, like I said, when I heard about it, um, the, the, the concept, I was like, this could Josh go horribly fucked. Hey, guys. You never heard of the famous wrestler Josh Brawling? He was great. What about Ivory Selva? Ben is legit the nudist with these pronunciations. Uh, the, new, the new JTE. The, the new JTE. Yeah, I'm the new JTE with Idris Elba and Josh Brolin. And, the new Jitsu. Come on, tops. Goddard, Goddard. I'm interested to hear what Riley thinks about this trailer. Yeah. Goddard, yeah. And, and it sounded like she said you're the nudge. Uh, which yeah, nudge. The nudge. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, that back in the day, good. that was probably a compliment, but not as. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Riley, I saw it too. No, it did you like it as much I as I did? Hey, what? Go ahead, keep talking about the No, no, I liked it. AM underscore Lee donated twenty dollars. <laughs> so would you guys go see a cage match between Thanos with no stones and Cable with his Deadpool two gun? With that, you get a whole match of Josh Brolin. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. No, they're gonna that's lean fucking into it, funny. <laughs> funny. I like that. It's gonna be a thing now. <laughs> I like we're, it. We're by the campfire. Keep going. So, Brett, make sure you take more pot shots of people and then play the victim when they turn around at you. <laughs> oh. Anyway, ooh, Riley. ooh, I like the campfire. Okay, so we have Vince Vaughn, right, as a serial killer, and he mm -hmm. kills this girl, right? And then they switch bodies. So it's like a body switch movie, you know? And then, but it's in the horror thing. I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> and I mean, it's I called Freaky. Just, it's coming out on Friday. Yeah. Like, like Freaky, Freaky Friday. Friday. That's why I hate it. It's good stuff. I thought that was a good callback. Looks back. fun. Yeah. I, I love this trailer. I don't know about y'all, but yeah. I thought this was so much fun. And I, I'm always excited for a good horror comedy. I feel like we don't get enough of those these days. I really like Happy Death Day, and I actually like Happy Death Day, too. Punch Fart Box donated $20. Question for Benny and McAllen plays what character in the Lord of the Rings franchise? Uh, Gandalf. 
Wow. <laughs> okay, Honestly, all right. Ben, I, if this was all a ploy to get us more Schmobots, God bless you. Just you, you are, <laughs> yeah. you are in a com- you are in a commission on this show, man. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm gonna give Ben a direct cut of this show. Know, commission on this show. Woke <laughs> 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 up the day. <laughs> the day. <laughs> <laughs> Roko, what'd you think about it? Oh, I thought it was cool. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not its target audience. I'm not the biggest horror person, but the horror comedy stuff I do enjoy, like Shaun of the Dead. Oh, and- donated twenty dollars. Sure. Thank you, Kyle. Hey, sorry to interrupt. Continue, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love, and the comments are that's, always like, "Ah, oh, this is a stupid robot kills that's the conversation." Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "No, it's just a robot." You know, good timing, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the horror comedy R-P3. genre is a small genre, but it's a fun genre, and so yeah. uh, this looks fun. And Vince Vaughn, you know, Vaughn needs something. I mean, for God's sakes, have you spoken about him? In a hit movie in quite some time, no. Except maybe fighting with a family, he was really good in that. Oh, yeah. Like um, he he pops up every once. Remember, this guy used to be a leading man. So getting a chance to do some stuff like this, I think, is a fun way to remember how funny Vince can be when he's dialed I, in with the right material. I do wonder, like, if I mean, you wonder, like, if actors like where their career takes them. Because, like, I liked him in uh, Fighting with My Family. I liked him yeah. in Cell, uh, Brawl and Cell Block '99. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so he's yeah. taken good roles. He's just, you know, he's not in Wedding Crashers, you know. Or you right. know, old school anymore. Or True Detective season two. Oh, oh, God, God, that was damn. the worst. Oh. He wasn't the problem. I think, like he with guys like I think guys, I think guys like Vince Vaughn, right? Like you, if you if you primarily are known for comedy, there's not that many comedians that get 20 years. Like it's, yeah. generally speaking, you have a hot five or six. Like that's that tends to be the move. And like you know, you see it all the time. You see like you know, Kevin Hart's still pretty big, but he was the biggest like three years ago. You see, like, right now, you know, Melissa McCarthy. She was huge for five years. Still big, but, like, you know, and that's just the same with a lot of these guys. Earlier this week, you said that Dickie wouldn't live in the house if he was working on set. How much do I have to donate to his new show to finance his show so I can get him out of the house and out of my life? <laughs> <laughs> I can slide into your DMs. How? Matt is shooting his shot. Damn, I love it. That's the... <laughs> Hey. Look at his shoulders. That's, that's 20 bucks well spent right there. Hey, you want to see those shoulders in action? <laughs> Can you imagine oh, somebody oh. financing an entire show just to... Oh, my God. Just... Yeah, just want to yeah. yeah. I like it. Can't feel like, like a woman. I'll tell you yeah. what. I'll tell you what. Dickie would be like, yeah, yeah, do that, do that. Do that. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I don't he, like because here's the problem. I didn't say Dickie takes the children with him, Madden. The children stay in the house. Yeah. So. <laughs> I want to rethink that plan. Yikes. Yeah, you're right about that, Ben. I mean, they're, they're, like, even Eddie. Eddie had, what, three or four or five good years, and then every, he pumps up every once in a while in something, but it isn't. Eddie Murphy had consistent. more than three to four or five years, Yeah, though. he's, he's one, I think he's Lord. one of the exceptions. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> what are, you are you talking, talking, talking about, about Vampire in Brooklyn years? What are you talking no, about? No, no, he no. Had no. The I, I, Fiat, I, I, he started out down, well. And then every once in a while, he pops up in a good one, but he hasn't trading been places is 80, Trading places is 83. He, yep. he was doing big stuff until the early 90s. He had 10 Beverly Hills Cop. Really good years. Just want to support my favorite people on my birthday. Thank you, James hey, Willard. Hey, Thank hey, you for the $100. Birthday. Wow. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much, James. What's your happy imitation? Birthday, brother? What do you want? What's your imitation? Why don't, we all just, why don't we all just take a turn saying happy birthday to him? It's his birthday. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, say happy birthday in, uh, in your, your, your favorite character you love to do. Yo, happy birthday, James Willard. <laughs> What's up, Unc? Happy birthday. And are you being really donated? Oh, 
coming back. $20. Okay. What I think is, though, sorry, go ahead. No, keep going. What about Vince Vaughn? I didn't mean to interrupt. No, keep going. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Loving the show. You're doing great. Ben Bateman is doing a deep dive on every 1880s movie in order. <laughs> 1880s, yeah. 1880s. Oh, nice. This show's going to be amazing for audio <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to. Oh, oh, sorry. I was just going to. No, no. I was just gonna, oh. Please don't talk in front of the. You're a woman. Don't talk in front of the president. Um, I wish you the happiest birthdays. Enjoy yourself. Get out there. The president, a, I, I will go right after you because uh, last time we talked on phone, it was great. Uh, get, a, get a porn star. Really enjoy yourself on your birthday. That's what I would say to do. Yeah, I can't do that. Jesus, what a fucking asshole. What, is, what, what are we saying right now? What, what, what is this? What is it? What, what are we doing right now? Are we saying What is it? We're saying happy birthday to James and telling him not to wear a mask because it's all bullshit. Elmo. Fucking happy birthday and move on. Elmo. Elmo. I just wanted to say happy birthday to James and to Shiv and to Dash. Shiv. I love it. I love it. All right, I'll say it. James, you're going to have the best birthday right here, right now. The best birthday you're ever going to have. And if you don't listen to me, you're going to die. Uh-oh. That was really good. A new impression was born. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. Fun doing it for the rest of the show. Yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to battle over the Eddie Murphy thing? We can battle over the Eddie Murphy thing. Oh, yeah. Right uh, I, I, think, I think my point, just because I, I understand what you're saying, Roka. Yeah. Like, I think by the time Vampire in Brooklyn in the early 90s stuff, he's in a different part of his career. I just think right. he has longer than three or four. I think Trading Places is like 83, yeah. and I want to say 48 Hours is like 82. He yeah. has 10 real years of like top of the top mm. of the top type of comedian. Mm. Even the Beverly Hills Cop sequels, the third one is early 90s. So he's still making terrible, those movies. Yeah, and Nutty Professor was a big movie too, by Yeah, but that's the way. what I'm getting yeah, at. No, no, but I'm getting at this. I'm getting that he has a... Thing. I'm getting as a in the early '80s he has a run that's great that culminates in coming to America, but yeah. then after that it's a string of terrible movies and then an occasional one that pops up like Nutty Professor or Boomerang. I'm sorry, Boomerang, Boomerang or Bowfinger rather, Bowfinger, oh, Bowfinger yeah. and then yeah, you know later on down the road. And I'm not I'm not factoring in Mulan or Shrek. That's a separate situation. But the other like he I loved him in Dreamgirls. So and and what we just saw now with Dolomite. So every once in a while he'll pop up again. But then you get like a bunch of Mister. Churches and those are some terrible ass movies, or Meet Dave, or a Thousand Words, or whatever. So that's my point. It's like oh, Doctor Doolittle, Daddy Daycare. We can have a whole conversation about the definition of, of, of this like later, but I think I just think the point being that the, the mega 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 stars get like a decade or longer, like yeah, and and he's one of them. A few of them, a few of them oh, do it. Totally. Not very many. Though. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I, also, Roca, um, I just got a call from Eddie Murphy's house, and he would Good. like to disagree with you. But about this trailer, uh, <laughs> I think Riley's right. On paper, this sounded stupid, you know. Right, but like, right. it, the trailer, I I, I want to see it, and it sounds fun, and I think I could even get my wife to watch it because it doesn't Jonathan seem like Caro really donated twenty dollars. Hello, oh, everyone. Good up, luck on your match today, Roca against Adam Collins. Let's oh, was that dropping today? Tom Cruise and Donald Trump speculate as to why they were Thank not you. cast in Dune. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll save that one. So Holly yeah, Hunter, uh, Tom Holly Cruise, Hunter. I like Holly Hunter. and 
I love and it. Trump. The Holly Hunter. Sha, 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 sha. Not, uh, not in Dune. All right, we'll save that. that we'll save that one for later. Chef, Chef Dash. Dash. What did, what did Dash Nick say to you, Clarice? <laughs> uh, Clarice. Sure. Uh, sure. He uh, said he could smell my. I can't even do it. <laughs> no, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster is very similar to. Yeah. There's like a different layer. All right, well, there's there's a little bit of not quite breaking news, but Doug Lyman and Anne Hathaway are uh, teaming up to star in or to helm um, <laughs> the first rom-com set in lockdown called Lockdown. Oh, uh, it's going to be pinned by Eastern Promises and lock script mm-hmm. Stephen Knight. Uh, it's going to be a low-budget rom-com, yeah. obviously, and it's going to be set during the quarantine. So Anne Hathaway. Great or so tone deaf I can't even wrap my mind around it. The second uh, one. Yes. I, yeah, I don't want to see it. Who the fuck wants to go to a rom-com watching other people suffer what we suffered, been suffering for months in this country? People losing their jobs, losing their ability to put food on the table, and losing their loved ones to this shit. You want to do a lockdown fucking rom-com? I give two shits. I, it honestly, it honestly doesn't sound that different. It doesn't sound that different than 2006 Oliver Stone putting Nick Cage in a movie called World Trade Center. It exists. Mm-hmm. Not very many people saw it. It's just out there. I don't really ever want to go watch it. I, right. This yeah. movie will exist, maybe someday. But like, I just don't really want to watch that. Yeah. Right? It's a big, a good director, big star. Yeah. James I feel like there's donated one hundred dollars. Thank you. The impression you guys can do right now. Trump, Russian, mm. Ben Elmo, Chicago, Kate, Angry, Riley, Sean Connery, Zer, Flirt, and a Flouse, Bernie, Nick Cage, all of them. All of them. All of them. All right. We're going to. Roka said 100 bucks. So. He did, did say 100 bucks. Well, so. Seven. I said seven, though. You don't get like 20 impressions for 100. Nah, that's all of them. Goddard, okay, Goddard we'll, we'll is say. so mad. There's smoke coming out of his ears under <laughs> right now. I can yeah. see the stress in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> If you want us to do every impression of repertoire, that's a five hundred dollar donation for sure. <laughs> no, look at Rocky, I'm just changing I'm just to making go it clear. Just making it like seven impressions for hundred, absolutely. But all of them, that's 10, a five hundred dollar. You're buying us all a house, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you want us to do it live in the LA market, yeah. in the LA market, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh no, the no loopholes here. The for me. Yeah, now in Louisiana, uh, get a house with Tony Grant. I've I feel like will we come back to that impression? We will. We will. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Thank you so Go much ahead. for that that, yes. that donation. Thank you. Yes. Thank and you. we will we will for we sure will get, get back, back to, to that. Mm-hmm. I will say I feel like there's always that that comedy trope that people do like where they're like too soon and like but I actually genuinely believe this is too soon only because we're still in it. It'd be one thing if this was like a couple years after and like we forget how hard it was or we forget like that was so weird we couldn't get toilet paper or Lysol wipes for over three months like or whatever but i i'm in it still why on earth like i don't i don't want i want anything that doesn't resemble this yeah yeah. it just seems like too soon like it's not actually a joke now this is too soon this news actually makes me mad it's like Mm. it just seems really like and and it's and i say that in a joking way but like i'm not in the mood for a romantic comedy set you know in a pandemic obviously for the obvious reasons you said too roca with like all the everything that's going on outside but it Unless, does feel I mean, a little... it just it just seems like like Anne Hathaway and Doug's Lyman thing of the quarantine is like, oh man, I have to stay in my house all day. That sucks. Yeah. Not yeah. hey, I might lose my job. I can't pay my bills. I can't send my kid to school. 
Um, my, exactly. Like, it, there, there's a lot more going on than just like, oh, I had a date over Zoom. Mm. Oh, zoinks! Like, go fuck yourself, honestly. Right. Yeah, like, romantic comedies in general are, are usually an idyllic, uh, idyllic world out there. You yeah. know, it's beautiful, and it's like usually like you know, I think of. Uh, like the holiday and it's like you know it's like i'm lonely i'm gonna go rent a beautiful mansion on the other side of the world like right. things are always like really e easy for the characters and whatnot i i i tend to see this as is to really toned up because it's going to be making light of a really really tough situation that we're all in the middle of right now well, you know, why don't you just do a rom-com during the the rwandan genocide while you're at it like <laughs> i mean like what this is kind of stupid fucking ideas it's, man that you know Hollywood i understand that and the, it's privilege it's once again that privileged situation oh we're all making money we're sitting around let's write a rom-com about it could be funny we don't know anyone who died it could be funny it's like that kind of stupid obliviousness that hollywood's get, hollywood gets dinged on all the time like, and they they this is another example of it man when they're all singing you know a Imagine, you know, when yeah, sitting, uh, you know, or doing black and white videos. I yeah. Hey, remember when, uh, when Greg gave me happen. shit for not defending that? That was a good time. Back in <laughs> this, but, but let me ask you this: What if they put Robert Downey Jr. in it in blackface? Would it make it better? <laughs> well, that's what. So this is that. That was gonna be. That, that was gonna is be the cure all, Ben. Well, that see, that's that's my thing. I wonder if it's gonna be just strictly a romantic comedy, or is it gonna be a romantic comedy with some commentary? Like maybe that. Will be the spin on it. I don't know. If you can, yeah. Then I release think. that in the log line, bro. Uh, don't release listen, it just like this. That's true, a, but yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. no, no. You were talking. I'm sorry. You go. But what what I was also going to say too is I also think about the other movie that they announced like really early in quarantine, right? With John David Washington Zendaya, um, that's directed by Sam Livingston. Um, that's that's that they shot like in a house like at the very beginning of quarantine over like the yeah. course of like a weekend or something. It's about quarantine too but they have that marketed as like a romantic drama that's in black and white that's like very right. serious and that you know that seems like something that a lot of people are interested in so yeah, is it the different. fact that this is a romantic comedy and the fact that there's yeah. doug lyman who's a seemingly studio guy with Anne halfway who's a largely comedic actress like do you think that's mm -hmm. what that's what toes the line for you or would you not want to see any movie about any quarantine kind of situation ever or do you think that no, this i mean a quarantine drama it's like i don't need that either because i'm living through it like yeah. i don't need two people screaming at each other that they're tired you know of seeing each other every single yeah. day mm. but i would get it i would get it. I'd be like you know what let's let's get some good you know let's get fucking aaron sorkin on this like quarantine drama and i'd be like okay yeah. maybe in three years i'll watch that but yeah just like the title of rom-com like like uh, it just it doesn't it doesn't work for me and Bateman, you made an excellent point with World Trade Center, but that was also after the incident happened, right? It was an Seven incident. Years later, or yeah, later, right, right, five, five years later, yeah. five years later. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So it was like it was after it was all done. This is like we're still in it. We're still yeah. experiencing it. So yeah. I don't care if you find love or don't. I, I will say the only way I see this movie if it's this if is if it turns out it's the second movie that Anne Hathaway sings in a coffin while she dies. Oh my god! <laughs> well, Kate, you're in luck. Ballad, ballad. Yeah, Roka, Roka's On my own. Love is dead. <laughs> love is dead in quarantine. So we can. Move. I'm saying it doesn't matter. People are dying in quarantine. We can find love later. All right. Uh, All right, Brett. Let's uh, let's hit that other read. Then we'll talk oh, about this upcoming pay-per-view event. Um, well, I had to slip away because I was getting hungry, so I ordered myself some Postmates. Ooh. That's right. If you're like me, you're probably thinking about what to eat for dinner when you're eating lunch. Um, I love food. If you've seen my body, you'll know that. Um, and that's why I love Postmates. <laughs> but I love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without having to leave the house or even open the door. 
Um, given what's going on, their no contact deliveries are awesome. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside to my door. I don't have to have any contact with the person that's delivering it. Um, but I do give them a little wave when they leave down the hall. Uh, they also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to get takeout from some of my local joints around here. Um, you guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. They're all having a rough time. Um, so order from somewhere local and support your community. And Postmates just doesn't deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make life easier. They can pick stuff up from Walgreens for you, 7-Eleven, and drop it right outside your door. I actually uh, mentioned this before. I ordered a uh, remote for my um, Switch from Best Buy and used Postmates to get it. And it was the same price. It was actually a, a great deal. So just download the Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within an hour. Okay, so for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app, use the code SENLIVE. That's code SENLIVE for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Boom. Love it. All right, nice work, man. Done that did was a it. lot less butthole. That was a lot less butthole even the last. <laughs> yeah, one. like why? Why, can't, why wasn't there any talks of, of manscaping and buttholes in that one? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Your agent has We got to do out. Postmates first and yeah. then Tushy. It's the natural. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, it's a natural progression. Okay, right. so let's talk about this upcoming pay per view event tomorrow. Uh, it's gonna be a little awkward talking about how it's right there. He's right <laughs> there, everybody. Your <laughs> personal say, opinion. Don't yeah. say anything. <laughs> Give your predictions quietly into the mic. All right, so yeah. uh, I do, let's, let's start with uh, Roka and Riley, though. You guys are both in the Finstock Exchange. You guys <laughs> have probably been in like you know these practice games and stuff like that. <laughs> is it? Is it like? Cause all I gotta bring oh, it up. I, I gotta bring it up. All all throughout leading up to Atlanta, just tension. You could cut the room with a knife between mm. the Finstock Exchange about who's going to get managed, who's the favorite child, who's the middle child, all, all right. this stuff. You know what? All <laughs> right, Josh Brawlin, calm down. Welcome, oh welcome to Backstage with the Den. We've got three Den members here, yeah. so we'll ask you guys biased questions. Yes. So how how is the study <laughs> session been going, and how... How are your, your, your two horses looking? <laughs> Who are you asking here? Yeah, I yeah, guess he's asking me and Riley. Yeah, just you and Riley. general question. Go ahead, Riley. Put it out there. No, you can go. <laughs> Listen. All, all I know that. is I played Dan last night. He TKO'd me. He's in a, he's in a, a real uh, – we played a five-round match last night. He TKO'd me in front of his patrons. He is uh, really dialed in. He's really focused. I think, the con I think losing the belts incredibly pissed him off. I think that match with Ethan was a hell of a thing, and I also think – uh, Shannon's comments about fossil fuels or whatever dumb thing she said about him being old or, or, or too 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 long in the tooth to be still playing this game. Meanwhile, her boyfriend's fifty-two years old. Uh, he uh, that's he is upset about that, and so he is really dialed in in a way that I haven't seen before. Usually, you've got a little bit of like, oh, I, you know, like oh, I hope I can get it. There's none of that. Dan is very very focused up and ready to have this match and i think that speaks volumes about how much respect he has for ben because you know ben's yeah. ben, he knows ben is going to come fully prepared to give him a hell of a match just like he did earlier this year so i'm looking forward to it i'm excited i choose uh, uh dan only because he's my partner 
and my faction mate, and that's my loyalty there. But uh, if Ben wins, it'll be a much-earned victory, and he'll deserve it and be a two-time champion, which is rare air. So. Yeah. I think it's funny. I mean, it's, it's this, I could say the same thing over here on, with Ben because we're doing the same kind of prep. You know, the two of us are, are scrimmaging and, and studying and, you know, talking and running through yeah. us. The Finstock Exchange does. And we, we do this together, you yep. know, and I also talk to Dan. I mean, it's it's not like I'm not talking to him either. Um, first ben Bateman's looking, hearing of that. He, he's looking. <laughs> what's that? What I said that's the first Bateman's hearing of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um I'm going with Ben. Ben okay. is like I'm feeling Ben is it's his time now because of like how on it he is and how much I know he's like dialed in. It's going to be so Roken now. Let's get to the the match itself yeah. since we're 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 the faction mate. This this match is going to be ridiculous. Yes. This yeah. match is good. If you're saying that Dan, you uh, hung out with Dan last, oh my god. So yeah. now he's coming dialed in. Ben I know is dialed in. This yeah. is going to be probably can it even be better than the first? Look, ridiculous now. Dan has what. gone to overtime in both of these title defenses at mm -hmm. e with Ethan and with Dan with Ben earlier this year. So he's kind of seasoned, you know? And so it's like, okay, right. for this season, and he's figuring the virtual thing out a little bit better. I think the speed round is going to make all the difference, brother. The speed round uh, or money for cash, whatever they're calling it, that's the one that is going to really decide this match. Ironically, um, because the speed, uh, it's usually the betting round or occasionally the, the, the wheel round that kind of decides matches more than the betting round. But mm -hmm. I think this is the one, you know what I'm saying? I think this is where we'll see well, who is the advantage coming out of it and who can uh, handle it going into the fifth round. Roka, can I ask you, did you just let Dan win, though? Let Dan win? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Do you know who I am? That never uh, happens. I kicked the donated $20. You oh, shouldn't cool. make fun Thank of you. people for saying names wrong. It's not right. You should be able to say people's name whichever way you want. I love <laughs> okay. Idris and Idris quit brawling over the issue and just love each other. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Bond. That's Thanks, good. future James Bond. Um, <laughs> no, I don't let anybody win. I beat a child the other day uh, uh, in a movie trivia just to see him cry. So I don't, I don't let anyone <laughs> beat me. the other candy oh, after. You paused at the wrong point in that sentence. By the way, <laughs> I beat a child. It, it, it did. did I though? Like going ben, in the wrong did direction. I? <laughs> I beat a child yesterday. I mean, you know, he had in to learn. Movie trivia. <laughs> he wasn't wearing his mask. Uh, no, uh, you know. So I, I, we've had our, we've all played each other over the last few weeks to prep each other for matches so oh, you guys yeah. know i don't take it easy i don't take it soft i come to win so he i was mad i texted him right after i said have your fans set up another one i there's no way i'm sitting with a tko <laughs> we're, we're fighting again right now and he's oh. like i can't i can't so, so yeah. i didn't let him win at all no i just spun horror which always kills me so Oh, yeah. I like that. that. Stuff. And then we've got the the undercard with Janine the Machine uh, versus yep. Warfather. Uh, how are you guys feeling about this Color one? I Emperor think it's a pretty solid undercard. $25. Hi, Kate. Yesterday, I understand how you feel about racists being tricked into showing who they really are. However, when they go on real interviews, they know how to hide it. Sasha Baron Cohen gets them to show who they really are by creating these situations. Hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We, yesterday, for those of you who weren't here, I basically said that there's a new Borat coming out. And I said that it always makes me uncomfortable that these people are they're horrible people. But I always feel like that the fact that they've been tricked into this makes me feel empathy for them. And then I don't I don't want to feel empathy for horrible people. So I, I just have never loved the Borat stuff. That was uh, what I said. anyway. Okay. But this person's point is not untrue, yeah. is that when they are being 
when he's when he gets them to show themselves that's when they really show themselves but if it was a sit-down interview they wouldn't so i understand right. mm. i totally understand anyway cool uh janine the machine warfather yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if warfather wins does that mean then he's out of the running for the kevin smith match and then i think so 20 dollars Call sign the gray here. The fact of the matter is this. The goat versus the boss two is going to be a gloves off street fight. And I stand firmly behind my boy Bateman. You got this boss salute. Thank you, Kyle. Salute to you, gray. Yeah, that's how it's going to be. Uh, I, think it, I think it's a really good undercard, though. Uh, Janine coming yeah. off a tough loss to Riley. Uh, and then Warfather coming off a big win against Claudia Dolph. Like, uh, Claudia had one of the best uh round twos i've ever seen with those musicals and oh, yeah. uh warfather managed to come back and win that one so i think it's going to be good and i think the promos Steve are going to be amazing Friedrich too donated twenty dollars mm-hmm. we'll miss the dynamic of roca and bateman on backstage rooting bateman oh. on friday can we get batman as nick cage and evil elmo talking about the match on friday <laughs> batman and uh, like nick, nick cage batman and evil elmo oh, it was ba- bateman i think it was bateman for nick cage I think yeah. it was yeah. But I would uh, like Nick Batman. And Elmo. Nick Cage. I was like, who does Batman? <laughs> Can we, it's, it's Nick Cage as Batman. Oh, okay, Elmo. gotcha. Uh, okay. Okay. That's the as way Batman. we do it. Yeah. Elmo as Mr. Snuffleupagus. How about Elmo as Mr. Freeze and Nick Cage? <laughs> 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 Sing louder. Yeah. All right. And also, guys, I do want to remind y'all that one on one with Christian Harloff is coming back today. Uh, he's got a, sorry if I mispronounce his name, uh, Zolo Maraduena, uh from Cobra Kai. On, it's coming, it's on your podcast feed today. It's coming out tomorrow. So make sure you guys go over to Apple Podcasts. We're already in the top 100. Christian yeah. uh, Harloff's already in the top 100. So let's get into the top 10 with some good ratings, some good reviews. Go give it five stars. Go give this a listen. One-on-one, you guys have been asking for this show over and over and over again for months and months and months. It's finally back. Paul Walter Hauser will be on next week. So we got two awesome guests uh, coming up down the line with uh, today with uh sorry if i mispronounced this i'll uh, say so it's uh, sholo matadwenya that's what thank you yeah. i appreciate that roca and yes. paul walter hauser next week guys so go check it out christian harloff one-on-one wanted to get that in there because uh it's coming out on, on apple podcast today and on youtube tomorrow so go give it a listen go rate us that's how we get all these sponsors guys is through the apple podcast through these ratings that's how we get the all these amazing sponsors so thank you guys so much mm-hmm. Why is and it, I will so add to that just by oh. saying, just by saying, I mean, A, Christian's rated his job. B, Trello's awesome. Uh, I think, I feel like Christian interviewed him once before, but maybe he, he made that up. On Collider Live. Um, yeah, on Collider. <laughs> yeah, and he's he, he's terrific and uh, just a really, really down to earth, really nice kid. So mm-hmm. I, I highly recommend going and checking it out. I thought you, Ben, you, I thought you said, I, or maybe he made that up. I didn't say, or maybe. <laughs> maybe Christian just, yeah, Christian just made Yeah, I think Christian maybe lied to me about interviewing before. <laughs> I don't know. Done an interview. Uh, got her. Goddard, he's advertising it on his Instagram as Friday. Well, uh, it's coming out me. on YouTube on Friday. It's YouTube yeah, so tomorrow, Friday. Apple okay. Podcasts. Yeah. Gotcha. Today. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. I, I saw that. I saw that he had put it like the the, the day had changed. Got it. It's like, All right. Uh, listen, way to try to shame Goddard. Goddard. I know. <laughs> Again, Gate. She decided Again. to go for it. She decided to go for work. it. I was uh, confused too because she I didn't see that... me. She just wasn't listening when I said that it was Podcast today and YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. 
She oh. was like, I don't know. But, but she, she was just so waiting for me to mispronounce something so she could jump on that. <laughs> Listen, it paid our bills today, Ben. So. I know. <laughs> hey, true. hey, look at what mispronounce somebody else's name, please. We, it's kind of slowed down a little yeah. bit. We need to get back up again. Okay, look at what all these fence stock exchange people are trying to do, trying to recruit yeah. Ben Goddard to, to to go to their side. What? Oh, yeah. We're trying to figure we out have, which of us no, is going to stay in no ability think, to do that. Yeah. We have no ability yeah. to do that. <laughs> RB3, we're all – don't you start that swag bull crap either, man. Uh, the three what? of us are trying to figure out who's going to stay in the Finch Dog Exchange. I know. I'm, about none of y'all, I'm, none of y'all Goddard. Y'all all leaving. I know what's going to happen. Y'all are <laughs> oh. going to leave. It's, you know what I mean? Like, For the record, this is Ben Goddard. He's just like – Looking for his exit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can I get yeah. out from right. so under can, this whole ask, like, uh, are you are you are, are you only gonna like let man, other managers know? Like, I only want to play for Winston. Are you waiting just to to get picked back up by Winston? I mean, again? who else would want to pick me up? Like, <laughs> I'm like the worst pick and worst pick in the entire world. Like, there should be nobody else who wants me. If if any other managers do want me, I'm not gonna say like nice things about like I'm gonna say about swag. Even if an air manager picks me, I'm still probably gonna be pro swag on this show. So it doesn't matter. So I appreciate it. Matter. I appreciate cool. it. The, yeah. the end of the season for swag is gonna be like that. It's gonna be like the last dance. Phil Jackson is everybody's gonna write a letter and like burn it and drop it. In. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Winston's gonna be like, it was it was a great season. Some of you won't be back. We thought kind of Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chandru, Chandru, the triangle, Chandru. Gucci's going to do Lon all the Harris pink slips from a, Major League. Lon Harris is going to be back with uh, Carmen Electra in Vegas. The Lon Harris, yeah, Lon's going to Vegas. Oh, yeah, Paul's that's going to have to go to join the NWO to play. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brett, have you ever heard of basketball? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's two, it's, it's a, it's a bunch of people running around for like a few hours. And sure, then the last sure. two minutes is the only thing that matters. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I always wow. thought that it'd be more yeah. entertaining if they just did the running, they ran around a track for two hours or so. And then we just then got to see the, the last the two basket. minutes. Yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> just cut out, cut out the boring part of the just Honestly, the ping pong. It's just that it's a jump off. Whoever makes the first basket, game over. That's it. Done. Done. Yeah. Done. I like it. Games. All right, let's uh before we get into these stream labs, let's get into uh let's do Nick Cage and uh Nick Cage as Batman, uh and Elmo on tomorrow's match. And Nick Cage as Batman. Yeah. Nick Cage as Batman. <laughs> Layers. Um, which which one of the competitors um uh, believes that COVID is real? Is is it Bayman or Merle? Which one? Because that's how I'm gonna make my decision. Look, I I don't care who believes what's real. I'm gonna get the job done. Uh, I'm here to I'm here to do my thing. I'm I'm, I'm here to to get things done. Woo! I'm here to get things done. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna take p p politics out of it now uh, because of that impression. My money's on Bayman. <laughs> Look, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just because he's here and Merle is it. That's all. <laughs> That's good. And it's on, like I said, it's on the feed today, guys. It's coming out tomorrow. It's on the yeah. feed, so you can go rate and review the podcast to get up the ratings, and it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's, let's head over to, to Streamlabs. Uh, Nathaniel Pena. 
Sorry to interrupt, but I want to share with everyone my story. I found the movie trivia Schmodown through Screen Junkies in 2016. I watched a bunch of Dan Merle matches and other competitors I recognize from watching movie fights. I have never missed an episode since. I decided to become a Patreon member so I could contribute as best I could while still attending school and working part-time as a local grocery store here in Salt Lake City. Mm. I told my friend about the Schmodown, and he watched Free For All 3 with me. We were hanging out. Uh, right now, I'm finishing up uh, my bachelor's degree at University of Utah in business admin. Um, I remember Harloff coming to Salt Lake City a few years ago and being disappointed I couldn't meet him in person to say thank you because I was working that night. I want to try uh, to work at the athletic department at the U uh, or work in the front office uh, at the same uh, that the same friend wants to watch matches so we can attend a live event once we get through COVID. I can't thank you enough for hours of entertainment the Schmodown has given me. This show helped me get through a, uh, a time in my life where I was um, – sorry, it, it did – it doesn't say where I was. It probably says subscribe to First Cut, but – Yeah, <laughs> subscribe to the media. No, uh, he's got another one, but it, it just like uh, where I was, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't continue. Oh, but it said thank you for listening and – I hope everyone has a great day. P.S. Dan is the GOAT, and I and is going to defend the belt against Bateman tomorrow. Uh, Kevin Smets will win back the IG belt, and Winston or Shannon deserve manager of the year. Also, please consider coming to Salt Lake City in the future, or I would settle for Las Vegas. Thank you, Nathaniel. Cool. I'm sorry we uh, yeah. we lost Thank one you. one of those somewhere. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, thank. That, that was a really heartfelt story. I just love Roka stealing my swag. So. <laughs> oh, he just changed his with RV little smiley face. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, thank you, Nathaniel thank Pena. That's very kind of you to say all that. Please. All right, what's yeah. our next thing? One five six impulse. Hey guys, happy Thursday. I hope they don't move uh, Wonder Woman or Dune. Please, by the way, my home state uh, of New Jersey had an earthquake a few days ago. What? That is an Hill. This year sucks. Whoa. Yeah, earthquakes uh, everywhere, man. Yeah. It's everywhere, man. Yeah. Shoot. 2020. 2020, y'all. All right, good. Uh, I love the dead air. So let's... That was a long motherfucking pause, everybody. Uh, (laughs) Regarding the whole anyone can be a hero theme from Last Jedi... God damn it. Why are we acting like Ryan Johnson was the first person to cover this topic? Are we forgetting all those Jedi in the Jedi Temple from the prequels, all the heroes from Clone Wars Rebels, all the novels, comics, video games, etc. that showcase other heroes... Even ones that aren't Force-sensitive, of course anyone can be a hero in this universe. However, the saga films just so happen to be covering the story of one specific lineage. Just because Harry Potter is a special wizard and the story focuses on him, it never implies that the other wizards in the universe don't matter or that there are no other notable wizards. Can't stand this argument in defense of Last Jedi. Mm. Were we talking about Star Wars? Did I zone out? No, it was from yesterday. Oh, it was from yesterday. I'm sorry. You were getting a root canal. That's <laughs> <laughs> more important business. Fair, fair. Yeah. Did they uh, just... The trilogy is over. Move the yeah. fuck on. It's yeah. over. <laughs> Let's all move on. It's over. Yes. It's done. You can't change it. Let's move on. Well, I will uh, say it. this, though. Oh, I will okay, say this about the Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> Let's oh. not move on. Really, real quick. <laughs> I guess we're not moving on. The Last Jedi. Let's, let's stop right uh, here. Um, you can get this Last Jedi poster on the Etsy website. Mm, I see a number of you in the go. chat asking, Etsy.com, look for The Last Jedi. That's where I got that poster. See, people like The Last Jedi. They want the fucking poster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a fucking sweet. Sick poster. I, I have to apologize. Poster. I have to apologize to Ben Goddard right now. I've this whole entire time thought today was Wednesday. 
When you kept saying it's tomorrow, I'm like, no. Oh. He's doing it on Friday. This whole time, I'm like, I swear to God, yeah. that's incredible. Friday. That's like, My yeah, that's I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I corrected you. I was like, he's it's he's saying it's that the Apple Podcast thing is happening on Friday, and you keep saying it's tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> aka Friday. Okay, uh, yeah, tomorrow, <laughs> Christmas. My bad. You made made a goof that, you know, a big goof like yesterday that we had. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, coming up uh, this weekend, uh, Roka, uh, what you got for us? Ah. It's a segue. Oh, nice segue. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, I didn't have it pulled up. You can't just drop it on me. Now I know how Brett Sheridan feels. Yeah. Hey, uh, Roka, I love gambling. Do, Do you, you love gambling? <laughs> yeah, I love gambling as well. I'm a big fan of DraftKings as soon as I can find it from Brett Sheridan. He sends me a lot of things in my life, and I really appreciate him asking me to do these things and talk about these things that are going on in the world, uh, especially uh, when you're talking about DraftKings. You know, we've got that coming out uh, today, the big uh, big match tonight, between the big football game between the Chiefs and the Texans. Texans visiting the Chiefs. That is happening tonight as well. But now is the time to celebrate because football is back. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you in the center of this week's weekend's action with over $8 million up for grabs across all of their contests. To kick off the season, DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at a $1 million top prize with your first deposit when you use the code SEN Live during signup. Get in on the action now. Draft your lineup now and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with the DraftKings lineup. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game quite like having a shot at a million-dollar top prize. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now and use code SENLIVE. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and compete for over $8 million in prizes across all contests. Think about how many impressions you can buy with $8 million. Don't miss this extra special <laughs> week one bonus. Enter code SCN Live to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code SEN Live only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hey. hey. Yeah. Can I just. Roka, how many, how many impressions? Roka? How many impressions would $8 million buy? <laughs> yeah. I think Roka's going to tell us 12. It would, buy a, uh, it would buy a whole new YouTube channel. Anyway, go, yeah, go ahead. Uh, what were you going to say, Arby? I was going to say, I got to commend Roka, man, because uh, this dude literally, I just saw this dude fumble the football so bad, like before the segment. Like, oh, where's the ad? Where's the ad? Saying words and jumble, jumble. And he read that, like, he, like, practiced it like he was a professional. Like, well, I appreciate that. I was almost nice like, rumor has it, rumor has it, Roka is a professional. Yeah, <laughs> that's the rumor. Yeah, yeah. RB3, to correct you, I had, a, I had a, a rookie quarterback throw me the ball behind the line of scrimmage, and I had to figure Ooh. out what to do and improvise and try Yikes. to get that touchdown. So, oh, you know. sorry. You I must love, have I love the play tennis. call on the huddle. <laughs> oh, oh. Rookie, you got it wrong you had one too many z's in the plane call play call all right so, let's move so you are the ll cool j in this situation i am That's definitely right. steaming willie beeman right now 
<laughs> Wait till we get in the locker room, Stephen. <laughs> and I've never read mine ever the same without flubbing a word, and I practice them all the time. So, hey! You know, <laughs> we're, all di- we're all different. You know, Brett, you're funnier, Brett. That's what every, matters. Brett, every single time you do a read, you do it great. We actually have stopped saying it to you because we don't feel like we have to anymore because you yeah. must just know at this point. But you do oh, amazing work, just- too. Five ounces, like uh, I had to do it. I had to do it yesterday, and I was like, <laughs> "Scratch my butthole." That yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. I watched right, the show right. yesterday. That was fun. <laughs> all right, we gotta uh, get to all it. these things. Hey, crew, do you think uh, Black Widow might go the Mulan route? Thirty dollars access to Disney Plus. Best of luck to Bateman on your title match tomorrow. So hyped for Bateman versus Merle too. Mm. So do you, do you guys? I was wondering that because, you know, we said, like, people might go to the theaters for a Black Widow or a Wonder Woman. I do think people would pay that $30 for a Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, I think they would. I I think more so than Mulan, Black Widow, Mm -hmm. and especially if the reviews come out early and they're, like, positive, then Mm -hmm. I think definitely. With with Mulan, the reviews were a little mixed, so maybe people were kind of hesitant to spend that money, but I think Mm -hmm. with Black Widow, they would do it. I wonder how much of it is. I mean... Sorry, oh, go ahead, Ross. No, I'm wondering how much like Mulan. Mulan felt like it was like it kept getting pushed, mm. and then they're like, you know what? Let's put it on Disney Plus. Black Widow is in that same predicament where it was yeah. in May, and now it's pushed, 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 and they're doing it again, right. or they might do it again, even push it to 2021. I could see Disney putting on Disney Plus, but yeah. it's a big if. I, I, I mean, think about the entire so, so like the whole entire idea of these live action remakes of of the Disney films, right? Like the market that that's selling to is the market that cherished 1989 to 1998, the, the mm-hmm. golden 90s Disney run. So so Little Mermaid, basically through Hercules, but there's like five in there that really matter. And mm-hmm. so that market, that's like, you were a little kid, you watched Mulan, let's just say you really loved it. Now you're grown up, it's you know all these years later, and you're gonna pay money to see it. Well, like maybe you're like, I'll pay to watch it with my kids, but unless like you specifically are doing it to probably watch it with your kids, or you're just like that hyped on Mulan, it's not like an event movie for you as like a single person who's now an adult yeah. that wants to see Mulan. Whereas I feel like right now, the whole idea between the MCU is like, if there's a movie coming out in that run, I'm going to make sure I see it because I'm yeah. excited to see it. My life the last five years in this space has really been centered around a lot of stuff in that world. Like I need to be able to talk about that. I don't need to be able to talk about Mulan. My friend is in Mulan, Jimmy Wong. And, and I don't, I haven't seen the movie yet. Like mm. I don't care. I didn't like the original Mulan. I, I will eventually watch it 100%, not an event movie for me whatsoever. So, like, yeah. I think there's going to be a lot less people that are going to make it a priority to see Mulan than uh, are, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think I think what's, mm-hmm. what's funny about Mulan, especially compared to the other Disney live actions, at least maybe not, like, Lion King's a little bit different. Lion King's, like, literally the biggest animated film they ever had. But Mulan yeah. came out in 98, which is literally at the tail end of the Disney run. So, like, they're getting a completely different generation than the generation they'll get from a Cinderella or a Jungle Book or a, or even a Beauty and the Beast. The Beauty and the Beast generation is a little bit different than the Mulan generation. Mulan came out in 98. I was born in 97. I was literally, I literally grew up on Mulan. And, for, and again, for somebody like me, for somebody like Sabrina who reviewed it on First Cut, for somebody like Undress, like, we don't necessarily love Mulan. Like, we love the original Mulan, but... We're not enthusiastic to pay for this one because, like, we don't have kids or because we don't have a family. We're just single people, like you said, Ben Bateman. So as opposed to somebody like Kate who, you know, has a family and everything who will find it more essential, uh, it's a little bit of a different audience. So I think with Black Widow, you could probably convince more single people, more people who are, like, my age or my generation to buy into Black Widow than perhaps Mulan. But um, I don't know. 
By the way, Ben Bateman, I don't know if this is related or not, but it looks like Jimmy Wong just tweeted you telling you to eat a dick and die. Oh! Yeah, yeah, I retweeted it. You know, no shade to my boy Jimmy. I, I'm, I'm very, very wow. excited for him. I just more, I just more meant like for a few years. You know, I've known this movie was coming out, but it's streaming. Like, I, it's not an event because like nothing's a fucking event right now. Yeah. I, I don't. He seems unhappy. You haven't streaming. seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. Carl. Also, also, just RB three. Just wanted you. You, uh, you said single people. You mentioned your girl Sabrina. I just want to give some love to her and Brandon Hanna. It's very public. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, she's I not. Know. I don't want. Not single, I guess, that way. Yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, I just, you know, I, I, I haven't seen a post about it. I'm like, you know, happened with these two, so. Yeah. Slow it down. It's, it's Instagram official. Fuck yeah. you, Facebook. It's Instagram yeah. official, exactly. Bateman, That's what I, Bateman I, just made me spit my coffee. This <laughs> <laughs> is Zuckerberg, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's on Zuck's platform, so. Let's, let's calm down. Uh, oh, Halver. No. Was I out of line there? I wasn't out of line there. No. no. Nah, my nah, Roxy was already, already doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Relationships. Huh? Oh, all right, let's move on to the next thing. What's our next thing? Uh, one five six impulse. NYC is opening indoor dining and gyms and malls September thirtieth. I think movies are next in NYC. How are gyms and malls before movies? That's what I want to know. Like, I know that's <laughs> true. Yeah. I have to say, NYC. I feel like I know there's like been a big thing that everybody's leaving, but New York. We forget New York saw some some shit. New York mm -hmm. City especially oh, yeah. saw some shit. My brother-in-law was one like he lives in Hoboken there and every night at 7 p.m. they all went outside on their balconies and the whole city every single would ring bells and, mm -hmm. and and applaud for everybody because they they really have seen some shit. I don't imagine they have mm -hmm. any interest in seeing that sort of shit again because it was right. I mean there were there were refrigerated trucks with bodies in the city. So for me, I sort of like if, if anybody's going to reopen, I sort of look at New York and I think, God, Cuomo seems to have done the right thing there. Yeah. I trust New York's op reopening more than I trust other places because I feel like they had it the worst. They have the highest population density there. Mm -hmm. So I got to believe they have it under control, but we'll see. Yeah. 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 Cuomo's done a great job for sure. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Fifty Shades of Geek. Somewhere in a parallel universe is a schmodown faction with Guy McLean. donated $20. I personally like the live-action Mulan and love martial art movies, but the animated is my favorite. Hmm. But there isn't a lot of martial mm. arts in it. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. Somewhere in a parallel universe is a Schmodown faction with Guy, McWeenie, Koi, Chandru, and Video Drew, managed by Riley's fiance Julie. The name of the faction, <laughs> Julie and Drews. <laughs> Julie answered. <laughs> That's good. That's good. What? I like that That's one. Really, Fifty Shades has been cut the last two days. Shades, that oh. Nickelback one. <laughs> oh my God, the Nickelback one killed me. This is hysterical. I Wait. couldn't even imagine my fiance in this schmodown world. <laughs> I feel it like Julie terrible. would literally rip someone's throat out. I oh, feel like if it she would. came to flush I think up, she would. I think yeah. I think the minute you you talk back to her in a, in a faction, you are out of there and with your 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 throat slashed. Riley tells this story when we were when we were battling in the early years. Oh uh, God, yes, dude. Julie, because uh, I had gone after playfully gone after Mance's wife at the time, uh, just joking how like you know doing the Mister T thing, how I'm more a man than him. She told Riley, Riley told me this later, she told Riley, if he mentions me in one of those promos, I'm going to cut his nuts off in front of, the, in front of everybody. So, yeah. like, and uh, I yeah. know, you don't mess with a Latina. You don't say shit about it. I know as a Latina, you don't say shit. That never, that idea never entered into my mind because I, you know. You don't mess and with you need Latina. those to drag them across people's face. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Exactly. 
I think she watched your promo and that was like her eyes narrowed. What, 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 <laughs> she had the arms folded with that leg just tapping. Oh, yeah, and she's like, looks at me and she goes, is this what you do? What, what, did, what did I come back to? What did I? Uh... Yeah. Oh, just yeah. from uh, years ago, man, in the showdown. Oh, Julie, oh, yeah. Threatened, yeah. Julie threatened to cut my balls off. I mentioned her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My right. fiance right. was was going to kill Roka if she if she was. It was great. It. Yeah, you so need somebody those wants her to manage yeah. a, a number of faction people in this schmodown. Yeah. I think that's just fucking hilarious. Yeah. By the we way, all, we, we all got hardcore writer days. I mean, Lindley threatened Jay at the award show two years ago because <laughs> yeah. Jay was talking shit about me from stage. He tried to come over. And she goes, "Get the fuck away from him! Get the fuck away from him!" And Jay was like, "Holy shit!" and just walked away. She right. was gonna mount him like one of those uh, crazy ferrets and cut him to pieces. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Crazy ferrets. <laughs> I, no, I was gonna say Bateman and Riley and Roku weren't here yesterday. Fifty Shades of Geek sent in yesterday. Ben, do you remember it? Oh, uh, I don't want to. What's a forty-five? You don't want to. What's like? What what's the What's the concert that costs forty-five cents? Yeah, that's what it was. What's a concert. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What's a concert that costs forty-five cents? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fifty cent and Nickelback. Pretty good. That's good. Oh man, I died. It's not mine. It's not mine. I just want to be real clear. That was Fifty Shades of Geek. That's great. Fifty Shades again. Mulan was awesome in my opinion. I love the fresh new take on the story while also keeping it true to the original. Glad you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for you. No, I'm jealous. Like I'm always je- like people are like, oh, well, I like. It. I'm like, well, I'm jealous. I don't want to yeah. sit there and watch a bad movie for two hours. Like, yeah. I, I oh want. I really, especially this one. I was really excited about Mulan. I what haven't seen the original. I wonder if I would like it because I don't have any like attachment to the first I'd say, one. I'd say, uh, I'd say, wait then. I'd say wait till December fourth to watch the the live action, <laughs> and then um, uh, and then watch the the animated and see yeah. see what you think. Ben, when did you change your name to Josh Brawlin? A while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, also, I, love I, it. I love breast name, too. Great plug. Everybody should just yeah. start plugging stuff, man. Yeah, Keep plugging. Plug Keep plugging. Yeah. Right. Uh, the wetter, we all the get better. the call from Christian? <laughs> Take yeah. all that shit down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. Uh, well. Just saying some love for this awesome crew today. No question, but I'd love to hear RB3 and Brett talk about how awesome Run the Jewels is again. For the rest of my crew... Who is a modern music artist that you think deserves more shine? Well, it's funny. There was a meme going around or like a video where like this the concert was happening and then they pan over the, the security guard. And he's just like, <laughs> I think it was like uh, that show Ridiculousness was like, who do you think he's watching? And then like my favorite band, Dance Gavidance, was like, it's us. It's us. He's watching <laughs> oh. us. And I was like, oh, well, that sucks. But it's a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a modern? Uh, I, I, I say... I say the national they're like they're like my favorite of the last mm. 10 years probably like I, just in general i i like love so many of their albums and i feel like the, the biggest they ever got was like a really loved indie band but they're not considered to be like one of the great bands and i think they're incredible so i think solange solange Knowles, beyonce solange. sister yeah mm. solange she's she put out a really like i feel like she actually was sort of the i feel like she almost pushed Beyonce in the direction that she's in now because I think she did some like really experimental stuff and she was being very true to herself and um, I think she just I mean how could you be Beyonce's sister you know what I mean but I feel like she's somebody who just if she was not Beyonce's sister would be getting a lot more credit than she is right now. A Seat at the Table is one of the greatest albums we had in in recent uh, recent decades so yeah um, I'd say the 1975 they're an English uh, band that I really love Um, I became a fan of Blue Nile Way back in the 80s, just awesome Scottish band. And the 1975 was really influenced by them. So 
They're pretty awesome. If you haven't listened to 1975, it's great British uh, pop. And they just did a song with Greta Thunberg last year. So, I mean, like, they have such interesting takes on music and, and their approach to it. So that's what I would recommend. Not a lot of people talk about 1970, the 1975. True. Anybody else? I can't re- – I don't know if anything I listen to is new. They have new <laughs> albums coming out. But... <laughs> Can you imagine Nutless Roca as character if that happened? Oh, Whoa. yeah, Nutless Roke. Nutless Roke returns to the Schmodown in season eight for one more run. One more Guys, run. I'm doing this one without my nuts. I'm going to take everybody down. I don't have any nuts, but I'm going to take everybody in the Schmodown down. I don't need a saddle for this horse because I don't have any nuts. I cut off my own nuts. I cut off my own nuts, and I have them at the end of the season. And if I get all the titles, I'll get them back. You're not cutting me off. Yeah. Oh Lord! <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like no nuts. I feel like no nuts would make the horse riding easier. Look into it, Roca. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. not what I hear from some ladies. They get, a little, they get hurt on that saddle. That's Roca. All right, yeah. the, uh, Mr. Anus, guys, just give Ben a break. He's an Apple fanboy. Okay, iMac, iPad, iPhone, and Idris. Oh. <laughs> Idris Alba. Idris Alba. Yeah, I just saw them. Mr. Anus, uh, I just started watching The Boys Season 2, and I wanted to ask yeah. you guys, am I the only one who thinks Billy Butcher is the love child of Jason Statham and Jack Sparrow? Ca- uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. That's good. I, I like not that. seen it. I haven't watched it. I'm still debating uh, on watching it. Why? That's good. Yeah. Oh, I love Season 1. I, yeah, season one's I haven't gotten to Season 2 yet, but I yeah. can't wait. That's my weekend season. Yeah, I still too. I still have that problem. I still have that problem where I, I still can't convince myself to go back to television because of Schmodown. I just it's like a like a nervous tick. Mm. Like I can't invest yeah. the hours. Uh, so I like just haven't watched TV in a couple of years. But I will say Garth Ennis, who wrote The Boys, who also mm. wrote Preacher, um, when I was growing up, was like my one of my favorite two or three comic book writers because Preacher was like my favorite comic book. Yeah. And back when Preacher was on television, I did the the premiere, like the red carpet premiere for I think it was season two. Um, and I ended up getting to, you know, go to the party afterwards and having this hour long conversation with Garth Ennis about how, as a foreigner, he was able to write American characters with such like balls. Cause he like writes these great, great American sort of cowboy characters. Yeah. And he was like, it was just, it was just like movies. Basically. He was like, you just absorb that culture as a foreigner. And that's, that was, it just informed like what I wanted to write these characters as. So, and then he, and then he signed my preacher, uh, and I bought him a drink. It was like the coolest thing ever. So that's, that's my, uh, that's my, the boys related story. Cause I'm cool. Wow. You gotta what watch the platform is the boys on? I love it. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Amazon. Oh, okay. So I can do that. Yeah. One. Cause I was all... trying to decide between that and Watchmen, but that yeah, one's on HBO, right? Yeah. yeah. But you should yeah, watch sure. Watchmen. You should watch Watchmen. You should watch yeah. Watchmen. But what I'll say. And the vow. <laughs> but what I'll oh. say though is for oh. people, people who like the boys season one will like, the boys season two and people who didn't like the boys season one will also find something like the boys season two. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, real quick, guys, we have over a thousand people watching and not even four hundred likes. Come on, that like what button, the? guys. Come on. And then uh, still keep sending them in. I'm getting through them right now. We're gonna head over to super chat in a little bit. Fifty Shades of Geek. Fun fact: the song "It's Raining Men" and "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor" are actually the same song told from different perspectives. Take that, Ben. I owe you from yesterday. <laughs> Good point. That's terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, Matthew Z. Reed, the lockdown movie reminds me of the Flint water crisis movie. It's still happening. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. 
Uh, Fifty Shades of Geek. The the military training scenes in Mulan really reminded me of my days in the army, especially basic training. Roka, did you have the same feeling? It's not an old joke. I'm legit asking. No, I didn't. I didn't roll over and have strange men putting their arms on my faces while I was going to sleep. So I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but I would say the idea of camaraderie and stuff and helping each other out and coming together as a unit. Yes, there was certainly some story beats that were reminiscent to anybody's experience. Um, if you're with the right platoon full of good people uh, that happens eventually you get to know each other the guard get the guards get dropped and you start to kind of come together uh, as a unit as a good platoon by the end that's the goal so yeah i understand but no. cool. Nobody uh evil john mountain hey roca how much do i have to donate to get your lady out of the way and slide into your dms <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> is that a woman or a man I don't roca know. getting some love i love that uh, it's yeah. rare it's rare at my age to get some love. without That's without it. without nuts he definitely needs some love so yes, yes. oh yes. there he goes there he goes uh cinema gorilla happy thursday schmoes outlaws geeks colored bandits the round table uh play dates and action army thanks for always saying uh what needs to be said Thank you, girl. Thank you. Uh, Dagan, uh, Roka, thoughts on Miro, a.k.a. Rusev, signing with AEW? I think he has the potential to be a huge star in AEW, something he never would have been mm -hmm. able to achieve in WWE under Vince McMahon's rule. I think if they know exactly how to use him, yes, absolutely. Rusev was awesome in the WWE, and they just kind of ran out of storylines with to do with him. Lana's still over there, I think, so uh, they're doing something with her, but they never can quite figure out consistently what to do with her either, so I'm happy he's going to get a chance to do this, but... Taking shots at Vince, I just don't see the point of it because, dude, if you're onto a better situation and they're paying you and you're doing and you're gonna get highlighted more, then just wipe your feet on the WWE mat and move the fuck on, dude. Honestly, everybody likes you who likes you, and we want to see you do well. AEW, you did the promo, you got your shot in. Don't do it anymore. Focus on where you're at. AEW and kick ass. That's what I would say. Uh. Idris Alba, well, that was Schmobot. Uh, Jordan Anderson. Kate, I think it's safe to say that you've taken uh, this, the wire obsession, to an unhealthy level, and I absolutely love it. That shirt is dope. Where can I get one? I want, I need. Dickie had it made for me for my Mother's Day gift. Aww. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> he knows all I want is Omar coming on my chest. Whoa, well, my. Okay. Wow. Oh. Kate. Kate. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. I love you so much. Breed <laughs> uh, X on Super Chat. Uh, uh, SCN Live, where's the brothers? <laughs> where's the brothers? <laughs> That's my John Wilkin impression. People shouldn't use those terms. People shouldn't use those terms. <laughs> Black Lana. First of all, I never said it any way like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I hear you say it. That's how I hear you say it. Yeah. Uh, is that how you hear me say it? Yeah. Uh, Batman, uh, Wonder Woman 84, Dune, and Bond trailers. But where's the Mortal Kombat and second Ghostbusters Afterlife mm. trailers? True. Yeah. Sure, Mortal Kombat, I should probably push the next year with all that stuff. I mean, I was down there for that set visit uh, uh, last year. It was pretty awesome, but they're going to take some time to put that thing together because they're waiting for this whole thing to kind of, kind of die, die down, I think. But it, yeah. it was shooting in Australia, in South Australia, so maybe now that things are kind of calming down on that, on that continent, I mean, they had a Comic-Con there three weeks ago in person, uh, so it's like, yeah. uh, so maybe they're going to start shooting soon. But I don't think there's any rush. I would literally, yeah. I would literally take a... <laughs> 
like the way they're, they sometimes retcon the sequel, I would mm. just I would take them bringing back the entire original cast, the '95's Mortal Kombat, and making a direct sequel to the '95 movie <laughs> over anything else any day of the week. The '95 <laughs> movie is one of the most hilariously bad movies ever made, but in right. the best possible way. Yeah. I would die to have all those characters back. Ben, they're all in a nursing home now. What are you talking about? What, what kind of fight would they do in their 50s, 60s? The best. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's so good. Lambert back do it. Do it too, I mean, yeah. Lambert is, is, what, 70 now? Oh, my God. Bring back Lambert, please. I need Lambert. I would take him back as Raiden in a second. That's You're fair. a coward, sorcerer. Totally fair. <laughs> I don't think so. His terrible English was the best. Uh, no uh, one to Palma. So Blumhouse is over here releasing Freaky, but they had to delay Halloween Kills till next year. They need to get it together. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. One that like an irrelevant movie they're going to just eventually put on streaming and seven people are going to watch it. And it'll be yeah. like some cult classic we talked about. And the other one actually matters. Yeah. Does that trip you guys out? We, we all live in L.A. You see mm -hmm. friends of yours on Instagram or whatever be like, I'm in this movie. Go watch it on, on you know, like streaming. And they like list it on their Instagram and it's like Hulu, Prime, whatever. You're like, oh, man, back in the day, this was a thing that movies that weren't real movies happened. Now it's yeah. just every movie that's not a blockbuster gets that exact same treatment. The right. cast yeah. has to yeah. use their social to, like, promote it out. Yeah. Go watch my movie on streaming. And the only way you find it is if you actually look it up. It, it's it's crazy. It's like, well, are you talking about Jimmy Woo? It's a cycle, Ben, though, because like a lot of these people get cast because they have strong social media accounts too. you know, yep. I mean, that you know that like that's what happens now. They look at your social media. I know a few friends have lost roles because they don't have over 10,000 followers on Ugh. their social media. So it's that kind of game. Sophie nowadays. Turner said she got cast oh, yeah. in a role because like not even because of Game of Thrones, because she had like more Instagram followers yeah. than the other person. It's crazy nowadays, yeah. man. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, so I have to John. boost my following now? Oh, yeah. Start selling those yes. picks, Brett. Let's go. Diamond John, uh, uh, Roka rank versions of Undertaker, Western Mortician, Lord of Darkness, Ministry of Darkness, American Badass, Big Evil. 47632. Yeah. Um, All right. Do you want me 90s, to, uh, 90s, 80s, uh, 2010s and then the last one uh, that's the ranking got it mm. alright uh, Rock, Roka chances we get a stadium Wrestlemania 2021 ooh uh, wow. if Vince had his way absolutely a thousand percent he would totally do that and uh, the the craziness that's been going on lately with him and what he's doing to these independent contractors and trying to essentially turn them into slaves to him uh, is insane. So I wouldn't put it past him at all to push this thing to the breaking point where the wrestlers either walk out or he forces them to fight these matches in these stadiums and risk getting coronavirus. Because let me tell you something, unless you're The Rock or Cena and maybe Roman Reigns, you're just a number to that, man. You're just a number and you'll find someone else to slide into your slot, dude. It's terrible to see. And it's unfortunate, but that's the game right now. By the way, Roka can say slaves because he was friends with brothers during the army. Oh, brother! <laughs> you got to say it right, Kate. You got to say it right. Brother! Jaiman uh, John with the next two. Most bizarre Johnny wow. Depp movie ever made. Cry Baby, Arizona Dream, Dead Man, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Ooh. Uh, I'd Ooh. say, um, what was that one with Rebecca Hall and Paul Bettany? Uh, Transcendence. That one, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, when he's yeah. in the computer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Willie Pettiford. He's legit half a half asleep the entire movie. Damn, I totally forgot about that film. Wow, seen the Crybaby's pretty wife. weird. Dead, 
Yeah, it's pretty weird. Dead man, dead man, probably weird. just because it's just it's just slow and barely moves. Uh, it's not that weird. Our, it's just... Ninth Gate is pretty weird too. Ninth Gate is I like that movie. Yeah. Have you guys seen this film, Fantastic Beasts, uh, the sequel? Yeah, that's a oh, yeah. fucking I'm, weird I'm, film. Crimes of Grindelwald will do it. For me. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. I almost set fire to that screen. Wait, go ahead. I was gonna say my bad. Um, did you do one like called like the window or something or a house like where he was like a secret a, window? Yeah, secret, secret window. window. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. pretty strange. That was pretty yeah. strange. Uh, Jamin John Nicholas uh, Jack Nicholson's seventies run. Five easy pieces. The last detail. Chinatown. One flew over. First Ben Bateman. Lord and Savior. Nick Cage. Nineties run. Uh, leaving Las Vegas. Rock. Con Air. Face off. Which one? You take the cage run a hundred times out of a hundred. I'll tell you exactly why. Uh, so while two of those movies, those Jack movies, are all-time level movies, and they're very impactful. Like those are great '70s movies. The Last Detail and Five Easy Pieces being like essentially Oscar movies that are never brought up in conversation anymore. The other ones are like iconic of their era in a way that no one else did. Those three Nick Cage movies, that run in action, it tops the it tops any other 13-month run by any other actor in any other genre ever. It's like three of the five most iconic 90s stupid action movies. One actor, two were in theaters at the same time, and he won an Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas in his immediate film before those three came out. Actually, the last movie he made before the run was a fucking Oscar win. It, it, it's not even, like, that's like a unicorn. It's never happened, it'll never happen again. Huh. Goddard, who let the YouTube message board in here in human form? For God's sakes, you're an incredibly <laughs> insane person. You may need to get new friends if they're not talking about Last Detail and other Jack Nicholson movies still today because we are amongst my friends. That's for goddamn sure because those films still matter. The Rock sucks. Uh, Con Air, yes, absolutely. That's an that's a fun, iconic movie. But Rock pretty much, uh, name those Over movies again. Con they're Air? almost throw. Yeah, Con, Air, Con Air, Air, I love, but The Rock bores me to tears. What the? Um, the what was the other one you mentioned really? from Cage? What was the other one? Face Off, uh, man. Leaving Las Vegas. Face, face off, off is terrible. Leaving Las Vegas, absolutely. But Face Off doesn't hold up anymore. It's a joke now. Face Off. I love that movie. You're, you're so out of terrible. your mind. You, I'll, I'll so pull bad. Hundred people. I'll pull a hun the next hundred people I talk to. Yeah, your twenty-year-old friends. Right I know, now. but I'm gonna pull like real movie watchers, and then I'll ask them if they. Off. They'll be like, they "What the feel. fuck is the last detail?" <laughs> yeah, like it's not my fault. You get ignorant friends. Go ahead, let's move on. No, but come on. Well, I will say, I will say, whoa, like whoa, whoa. I, I don't think, it, I don't think what Ben Bateman is saying is the most crazy. <laughs> I do love. Like Chinatown uh, is giving him shit. Chinatown, Chinatown is like a, an all-time classic. Though, that is, I people I still talk about Chinatown. Yeah, I can't, I can't leave Chinatown yeah, cool. off the table. Uh, yeah, fuck Chinatown, fuck Roman Polanski. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Well, so, I think I there's sometimes we gotta have conversations of if we should reattribute the movie success to the director or the actor because I think sure. if Chinatown is a more of a Jack Nicholson, Faye Dunaway piece than I do yeah. of a Roman Polanski piece. So, I, I mean, but I, I understand that you know it's kind of tough to. Remove the director and you know his his place in the in the film, but you know. Yeah. Christian's huge know. package donated twenty dollars. Oh, cool. Christian's huge package here. Oh. Well, well, well. Looks like the boss and his weak eyebrows finally made it on the show. Wow. Sen, we have the Latinos and eyebrows, except for the boss. <laughs> what is this? It, I, look, does it is it, it based it, in any reality? Why do people? No, it's for because these? unless I ha unless you guys tell me right now that I have weak eyebrows and I'm you unaware. But this this gentleman this gentleman loves to take shots at my eyebrows. It's a it's a recurring theme. He finds me on every show I'm on. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's look. It's it's. I think it's it's loving. But uh, you know, I I like my eyebrows. These the eyebrows, eyebrows are going to win the match huh? tomorrow. 
These eyebrows yeah. are going to win the match tomorrow, oh, man. There you go. <laughs> that Hell one. yeah. yeah a guarantee. It's a guarantee. Like. Uh, Sirlet Attenborough. Hey, all. Happy Thursday. If you could pick any movie set uh, any movie set of your choosing, which would you visit? I'd go back to watch De Niro and Pacino in the diner scene in Heat. Two masters mm. of their craft. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Diana Rigg. Uh, love y'all and yeah. be safe out in Cali. Roach's OnlyFans donated $20. Uh-oh. Roka, I got your rock right here. That I movie is a do. classic. I'm pretty sure it got the Criterion Collection treatment. <laughs> so did Armageddon, guy. And it never transferred over, though, from <laughs> DVD to Blu-ray, guy. So didn't really get the Criterion treatment. Call me your buddy, guy. No, call me your guy, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> uh, I think I'd I think go I'll back go... and see. Oh, I think I'd go back go and see Eastwood and um, Hackman P- at the end of Unforgiven. That would be awesome. The rock sucks. Excuse me, no. General Hammer would have words with you, Roger. Okay, General Ed Harris. Is that Ed, Ed Harris? Harris. <laughs> I'm playing a villain again. Yeah. I think I would go back to. I think I would go back to the set of either Boogie Nights or Magnolia. One of Ooh. those two big ensembles. Ooh. I think like probably boogie nights it has so many scenes i love like watching mm. drug deal gone bad be filmed or watching like mm. the whole entire just outdoor pool sequence anything with philip seymour hoffman is scotty J. like oh, pretty yeah. much all the scenes in that movie and then and then but magnolia you get the cruise scene there's julianne moore's scenes yeah. mm-hmm. i think both oh. of those movies have like just an incredible number of scenes to watch would have been insane the cruise I mean, robard scene at the end for oh, Magnolia. Yeah. yeah holy yeah. shit um he, I, julianne I'm moore's shot. pharmacy scene man the yeah. pharmacy yeah. scene like well even the john c Riley with melora walter stuff is like yeah heartbreaking yeah, yeah. to watch yeah. Mm-hmm. i'm definitely going back to i'm going He's to the, the usa the donated going 25 dollars <laughs> we're back in business baby i had to go underground for a while can i, I get trump endorsing why pizza usa is best <laughs> I can't. I can't. can't. I'm not in the mood. Let's move on. Uh, Ben, I'm sorry. I got it. I missed yours. You said you're going Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Either the Shire is the easy answer, but I would love to visit like the set of Helm's Deep, like seeing like the big fortress set and stuff, or Gondor, something like that. You would go to Gondor. Gondor. There's no no Americans there. (laughs) Go to real Americans. You go to Pizza USA. It's great food. Fantastic. It's got uh, pepperonis. Sausage. I love sausage. Oh if you put sausage melted in your mouth, it's incredible sausage. It's also got the best American ingredients. All ingredients made at uh, with Trump steaks. There's also Trump steaks on the pizza. Fantastic <laughs> stuff. None of it made in China. None of it made in China. Russian Ben knows. He goes to Pizza USA all the time. He loves I love it. Pizza USA. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Anus, everyone picking on Goddard. 2019 called. They want their stick back. Yeah. Also, 1876 <laughs> called. They want Roka back. The phone wasn't invented. Uh, 1870s or the 1970s? All right, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, uh, Sir sorry if y'all discussed this already, but wanted to hear your thoughts on the new Oscar inclusivity rules the Academy announced. Did they uh, hit the mark or these new rules just more band-aids that don't fully address the lack of diversity overall? I don't think we're going to know for another three or four years because um, they got to figure out the kinks. You know, Mark Harris had a really great breakdown of it on Twitter, and a couple other people wrote some really great breakdowns on it because 
it is kind of tough for the independent studios to hit these quotas there. But then again, the independent studios have been the films that have really highlighted these stories more so than the mainstream studios. So, yeah, it'll be interesting how they figure this out and where the leeway is and what kind of a break they give to some of the independent film studios, independent films versus some of the studios. But then again, these people overreacting, you know, like Kirstie Alley and Dean Cain, who have been relevant in like 25 years, talking all their crap. And it would never be in an Oscar film anyway, and never were. Uh, we're talking all this crap about how, you know, Oh, it's taking away our ability to make films. You can make all the films you want. Well, the thing yeah. is, if you want to qualify for a best picture, you're going to have to hit these quotas just like you would if you're doing a screenwriting contest or you're submitting your film for a film festival. You have to hit these requirements to be considered, and there's nothing wrong with that. And the general overall point of this is to get inclusivity be more prevalent throughout all the films that are being made in the uh, and no matter where you're making films here in the United States. So I think it's all positive down the road, but there will be some kinks they have to work out, and I hope they don't back down. That's the number one no, thing. They, well, don't back down. Th- that's my thing, too. Like, what what argument can you have? Like, it's harder for independent movies. How? How is it harder? Like, how is it literally harder to yeah. get... Your, the, the literal thing is just saying, hey, instead of hiring a white person, instead of hiring 10 white people and one black person, maybe hire three black people and seven white people. Like, yeah. that's literally all it's saying. Like, that's all... It's true. That's literally all it is. It's the same exact math. You can still hire the same exact people, yeah. that, the same exact amount of people. You just have to go out of your way and hire people who aren't, who don't look like white guys. So that's, I don't understand. I don't get like what can be so difficult about it. It's not that hard. It's not that simple. It can literally just be through the cast or through behind the scenes or even yeah. through the marketing of the movie. It doesn't make a difference. Like it could, it, it could still be the same exact industry. Just also, encouraging RB, more diversity. If, if you pull back and you go, I can't seem to find three black people. That's the fucking problem yes. because we've right. had a systemic issue that has barred people of color and women, LGBTQ people, people with cognitive and physical disabilities from getting trained up in these areas because they don't see jobs in these areas for themselves. Right. Uh, that's been the issue. So this is what it's supposed to turn around. So no, I don't think any excuses are valid at this point. The sea is changing. Get with it, or you're going to get caught up in the undertow, and it's not you're not going to matter. That's the right. thing. At the end of the day, I think I, I think you know it, systemic prejudice is is such that like it's been around for so long. If you want to change it, then create a system to change it, and that's mm-hmm. what they're trying to do here. Is they're trying to make a exactly. system. And I think the other thing about it that's interesting is like guys, the Oscars is effectively one league, right? It's like a think about it as a sports league, right? Like you mm-hmm. can play in that league if you want to play in that league. That's the league you're entering. So if yeah. you're going to enter that league then this is how they want you to play their sport, right? right. So it's, it's I mean, compare it to Schmodown. Like, I, I know what I have to learn based on the, the, the restrictions or the, you know, the demands of exactly this league. I don't yeah. need to know other things. I need to know the things that this league wants. So that's what I learned. So if you want to participate in the Oscars, then do the things they're asking. And there's four different clauses, only two of which you have to satisfy. So satisfy two of them. I read yeah. all of them. It's not that crazy. They're to, not that like, hard. People, yeah. <laughs> no, people saying that you have to you have to do it differently than you otherwise would have. I don't think so. I think lay out your game plan and figure out like, well, I can't do this because the story doesn't call for this. So then I'm going to cast these people or I'm going to hire these people instead. Or, you know, I can cast these like that. I I just think it's people complaining about it are not doing the math. They, they, they they breezed over it and they had an initial reaction. They're not actually thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just putting like the the trigger words in the headline, and like the, they're not reading the article. It's just like, oh, this, this, this. Oh, right. I hate it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Brawler, Zoinks, go f yourself is a quote high point of the show. <laughs> 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 Thank you, appreciate that. <laughs> All right, um, Joel Can from I, Queens. Oh. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Kate? No, I was just gonna say, uh, 
as important as what we were just talking about. I think I could make a Francis McDormand face. Ready? Hold on. <laughs> That's good. Actually, really good. The blinks are, the blinks are great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you all very much. Oscar I got now, now I know I'm getting you for your birthday. It's going to be a Fargo, uh, Dakota beanie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Kyle uh, Van uh, Vanardor with uh, Joel from Queens. Uh, New York did some crazy shit. Cuomo stepped up when he had to, but there's people who still have no way of paying rent on time. He could have done more to help the living, especially mm, yeah. undocumented people. Just saying, fuck De Blasio. Yeah. Love y'all. Yeah, fair. Then, Molotov. I don't. I don't get to speak. And I don't want that. So. It all started when you called me out on backstage. If you had just what? left the message in chat, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> uh. It is all in though, but I love Brett more. <laughs> oh, I believe he is referring to the eyebrows. I believe. I believe, yeah. I believe he is back. referring to the eyebrows. We're back to the eyebrows. <laughs> hey man, look, I like having you here. You got my back, so. Uh, Tongue punch brows. fart box. Uh, rank these three groups based on their filmography: Adam Sandler and Gang, Apatow's Crew, and the Frat Pack. What's the, is the Frat Pack? A top no, what is and all them? Pack? That's that's like that's the that's the like Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell, Owen Wilson, Ben okay. Stiller, oh. Wedding Oof. Crashers era. Uh, uh, I think I think for, for like peak for like peak stuff that makes me laugh the most consistently, I I take the best moments of the frat pack over the other two. Um, but I I'll think take they, Adam I Sandler. Think the depth of it. I'll take Adam Sandler moments. and his crew. The best Can moments with Wedding Singer, Happy Gilmore. Um, yeah. There, there are funny moments in some of his really shitty movies. There are some laugh out loud moments. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. I got. Okay. I don't even know how you not say the, the Apatow crew, though. I mean, I mean that's like everybody who's part of that now. Fucking like, four-hour-long movies. I mean, yeah, that's true. But I mean, look because at because he at, made funny people. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> but look at all the people he put on too: Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, um, yeah, James yeah. Franco to some extent. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who came from even. Um, Are you saying good things? And you mentioned James Franco. Uh, I, I guess I guess it also just depends. I guess it also just depends if you're talking about all the work that those actors have done, or if you're talking about like primarily stuff centered around the main people. I'm talking about their actual think, like, movies. But yeah, I'm nostalgic. The frat I pack mean, ones are the ones I go back to. Those are the nostalgic I ones I go back to and watch over yeah. and over and over. But I love Appetite. Look, that, that knocked up. I mean, getting a performance from Heigl like that that could have vaulted her into the next level if she had stayed the course. It's incredible. And Leslie Mann is the unsung hero of all those movies. She, she is. Really yeah. absolutely is. She steals the movie fuck, in 40 year old I say version. fucking yeah. French toast at least three times a week. I, oh, said, that's yeah, a, I that's agree. That's everyday thing. Yeah. 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 Some fucking, fucking French, French toast. toast. Wait, <laughs> Sandler is, is, is with the Apatow crew? Is that, is that No, right? no. It's Sandler, the Apatow crew, or Frat Pack, oh, which are the okay. three. Yeah. Let's yeah, say, yeah, like, Sandler could be part of the Apatow crew, actually. Because they're funny people. Oh, yeah, funny people, right? Yeah, Sandler crew isn't really a crew. I mean, it's Sandler, and I don't think Happy Gil. It's, it's, happy it's Rob Schneider. It's Rob Schneider. David Spade. David Spade. Yeah, but Kevin James. Okay, I, I guess if you include Farley, if you're just talking about the works of these people, then it's Sandler because Farley's the greatest ever, and Tommy Boy trumps almost anything else we're talking about. But I mean, like, I just don't think you. It's got to be centered around Adam Sandler. So. I also sing yeah. that guy in the middle. Oh, okay. like, you're not, with my new body. There's no, there's no bad decisions here. There's really yeah. not. Yeah. You're gonna find well, amazing it, comedies all around. I just watched rewatched the Wedding Singer the other night, and it's that so movie. Good. 
is. It's my yeah. favorite Sandler. Has so to be good. the best Sandler movie, right? It is. I mean, with all due respect to Happy favorite. and It's and the Billy. most complete one, that's for sure. Of it those kind of movies. cry, laugh, everything. And I, I, I always knew it was a, it's, it's a wonderful movie. So I'm almost le- Just because it's so fresh, The Wedding yeah. Singer, I'm like yeah. leaving. Because the soundtrack, that movie so every, like, that movie is legit one, uh, a perfect movie to me, honestly. Yep. Like, I, oh, I love Billy it. It's the, the, end. It's the oh, height of his Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler films. That's the top one. Even though 51st Dates is really good. Okay, I so can't afford this, but can we please get John's Trump praising Sauron from How Has a Great Leader in Bashing Middle Earth? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do this. What have I done, Brett? I just wanted to do one. Haskell pulled it out. We're, we're already late. We're already late, guys. Right, so right, okay. We got a few to get through, and then, then we still have that okay. big one with literally yes. every. We have okay. two big oh, ones geez. with literally okay. fucking everybody. Was that $50, yeah. though? So I do have to do it at some point. All right. Yes. Course. Okay. Um. Uh. Felicio del Toro. Are Are any of y'all Twin Peaks fans? So hoping for a season four. Uh. Anybody Twin Peaks? I'm Mark? not a Twin Peaks I, fan. I was a Twin Peaks fan from the original, but didn't couldn't get into. I just got too confused at some point. Mm-hmm. With That's the second. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've never uh, been a person. So. Can't wait for tomorrow's pay per view. Pulling for you, Bateman. There you go. Very uh, Tongue Punch Fart Box. MTS question. John Cusack and Samuel Jackson have starred in two Stephen King adaptations. 14 year wait is one. Name the other. It's okay if you don't know the answer. It's VOD film. Oh, well, then. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, okay. It's a VOD film. I probably don't yeah. pay a bunch of attention. The Raven? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's called Cell. Also, would Samuel mm. Jackson qualify as an answer, or is the L needed? Is Samuel Jackson. I think the L is kind of needed, think, don't you? If you go I Sam Jackson. Yeah. Needed too. Sam Jackson, you can get away with, can't you? Yeah. I was wondering, you know, yeah. for my answer, I, I like, would Jimmy Stewart be okay? To, to, to yeah, Jimmy Stewart yeah, yeah, yeah. is fine. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's synonymous. I remember. I think. I think it was either Haley Fouch or her partner uh, of, of Scream Queens uh, wrote R- RDJ for Robert Downey yeah. Jr. and yeah. they didn't accept it. And I, I take umbrage uh, with that. I think. I think. I think by the revisions that are going to be coming for next year, I think there's going to be a little bit more of a movement towards the root of the question type of stuff. I think that yeah. whole benefit of the doubt thing Christian talks about a lot. So I think probably be, it'll oh, be. I think based. Great. I think this year. I think this year there's going to be still more of the precedent set, but he's talked awesome. a lot about the fact that he wants there to be a little bit more awesome. you know, leniency, less four, stupid four, challenges. And all four that. years too late, Ben. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. But we can still, uh, if it's Hitchcock, you can say cock and get it right, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So you, can, you can say Hitcock. Hitcock, yeah. 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 Uh, PLD, Roka, <laughs> after saying The Rock sucks, all I can say is go Collins. <laughs> yeah, go Collins, absolutely. Oh, wow. I can tell uh, you a lot of films Ed Harris sucks in PLD, but let's move on. Anyway. Uh, Miguel Zane, uh, hey, y'all, what are the chances that Paul wipes out all the other families' houses in the end of, uh, in the end, a la Godfather? He said in trailer, when fear is gone, he will remain same as Michael. No book spoilers, please. Oh, that's for Dune? What are we talking about? Is that about? for Dune? That's for Dune. Oh, okay. I think yeah. Sure. Why not? Uh, I yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't want to speculate. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know the property of the franchise. Same. Really. I, that's why I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to read the book after this first movie. Yeah. Uh, Jaiman John, I should have asked Ben what about Keanu Reeves? Uh, tr- uh, Speed, mm-hmm. Point Break, Matrix versus Nick Cage, 90s. I'm going now we're talking. Reeves all that's day. That's a good one, yeah. 
Yeah. So actually, believe it or not, believe it or not, I went on Dan's Patreon show like a couple months ago and we were doing an action bracket. It was 16 action stars and it was their 90s careers, what we were mm. talking about. And the finals literally came down to exactly that. I think it was Nick Cage versus Keanu. And in the end, Keanu took the prize. We, we like battled it out and that was the winner because just the all time level of the Matrix and Point Break is just yeah. so massive. Yeah. How do you deny it? All right, so we got first up, we got Haskell because I got to go find that hundred dollars schmobot that had like uh, actually the the hundred dollar the hundred dollars schmobot is literally any character you can think of doing whatever the fuck they want. I know that because oh. that was okay. that was the big one. So we've got Haskell's right here. Uh, Trump praising Sauron for how he's a great leader and bashing Middle Earth. <laughs> Yowzers! I don't even know. Uh, uh... You know, he sits up top, Soren. I love I love Soren. Soren's fantastic. <laughs> Just needs one eye to see everything. Doesn't need two. You don't need two. One eye to see it all. Uh, not one ring to rule them all. How terrible. I mean, I don't want to use this term, but it is, uh, you know, it's not manly. Let me just say it's not manly. Uh, you got the Shire. I mean, uh, these uh, little, these little uh, liberals running around, uh, singing their songs, you know, hugging each other all the time. Uh, I know Rosie. I remember when Rosie was younger. Let me just tell you, you're not the first one, Sam. You're not the first one to have hang with Rosie. But uh, yeah, these, uh, you know, you have Gandalf, uh, Gandalf the ultimate liberal. He's like, uh, it reminds me so much of, uh, what's that guy from the 70s? Uh, Benny Hoffman. He's like uh, that guy just coming around all the time, talking all this stuff. He's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. He's smoking marijuana all the time from that pipe. Ass. We know it. We know what he's doing. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I know what's supposed to happen here. My ring rates will take care of it. Don't you sweat it. That's for sure. We're going to take care. There's, you know, these are de the, the Shire is a Democratic-run city. That's why there's so much problems there. You see a lot of issues. Uh, my orcs will handle it. My orcs will actually handle it. Don't you worry about it. That's, <laughs> that's my special police force. Thank you. Uh, All right, that's it. I can't do no more. Broca Little liberals is, is the yeah. highlight of my fucking day. Yeah, also, that's good. what does it say about him that, like, that all... That all tracks. Yeah, of like, course. Yeah, yeah. That all tracks. <laughs> of course. I'm not guessing. I read about this fool every day. I'm not guessing. I mean, the blue. I, I'm pretty proud of the blue waves thing the other day, though. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. The blue waves. Are <laughs> waves all right. So now we've got Holly Hunter, Tom Cruise, and Trump. Oh, shit. I know. It's too good. Like, you're a victim of your own success. Yeah. Um, uh, Trump uh, complaining that they're not in Dune. <laughs> not in oh, Dune. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're not in Dune. So all three of us are not in Dune and Trump's complaining yeah. about it? No, oh, everyone, we're all complaining all of, about it. All of you guys are complaining about not being cast in Dune. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, oh, well, yeah, no, you, oh, sorry, yeah, you, go ahead. you go ahead. You're sorry, sorry, sorry. I saw the trailer for Dune, and it, it's terrific. It's terrific. <laughs> and uh, I'm qualified for this film. I should be in this film. I auditioned for the film. <laughs> I auditioned for the film. <laughs> Looks terrific, but it's okay. I'll be in the sequel. Put me in the sequel, or you're gonna die. Uh, I guess the only thing I would say for myself is that uh, the latest thing I've been in um, has the word success in it. Uh, you know, succession. Uh, so I, uh, I just, I am successful. So it just seems a little strange that they didn't think about me for the dash. Get off the roof. <laughs> you go back in there. They got more than handle, huh? Um. You know, I'm not surprised uh, <laughs> that this French filmmaker did not put me in the film. Of course, he's not American. Oh, he's French. 
He's probably one of these, you know, liberal French people walking around. Everybody should be holding hands and touching each other. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. Uh, Big Sand Planet. I mean, you've got another French kid, Timothy Chalamet or Chalamet. I don't know how they say it, but another French kid. This is no good. This is no good. You've got a Latino running things. We know that wouldn't happen. Not in real. Not in the future. You should have put me in the movie. People would have believed it more that I was in charge of these people and in charge of things that were going to happen. Sandworm. Sandworm. Fantastic idea. Good to see. Good to see Dick Cheney getting some work nowadays. I love it. Fantastic work by everybody. I love Dune. I should have been in it. Frank Herbert, personal friend of mine. Personal friend of mine. Clearly, something got lost. I should have been a part of it, that's for sure. Oh my All right, God. and finally, before we go, oh. thank you, James Lavario, for this $100 donation. Thank we you, James. We have every impression you guys can do right now. Trump, Russian Ben, Elmo, <laughs> Chicago Kate, Angry Riley, Sean Connery, Zaflirt and Flouse, Bernie, Nick Cage. So pick one. Pick one you want to do, and then we all got to say at least 20 words. Okay. <laughs> I, I I have to go first, and I'll tell you in character why I have to go first. Okay. 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 So first of all, remember when I went and got coffee earlier? Well, now I gotta have diarrhea. That's A of all. B of all. At twelve fifteen, my kid Neil needs to get back on, and I have to do small group with him. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and hop off. Okay. You all have a great day. I'm gonna go diarrhea. I'm gonna go Rhea Perlman. You know what I mean? And then I'm gonna go help the little guy with this group. I love you all very much. Go Ben Bateman. Goodbye. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> That's gonna work well for me, and uh, I'm gonna do the same. I gotta go over here and uh, check out some things and beat some people with my right thumb. I'll check you later, everyone. Go the man. Oh, good, everybody. I love the I, 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 oh, I, I love oh, the I honesty. Riley's bringing to the table right now. I I look. I th I feel things very deeply, and this weekend I'm gonna put everything I have into it. Uh, Riley, I appreciate yeah. the honesty, but. You tell me the level you want me to be at, and I'm there. I I make the levels. So Are you gonna give I'm, your I'm done. Best. I'm done with this morning. Are you gonna give your best in the match? I always bring my best. Cause winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> All right, just remember that. Well, you know, I I'm, I know a little something about winning every now and then because you know Yo. I want some some boxing matches, you know, some movies, you know. This session the man ass, but I ain't even getting nominated. It's okay though. That was my best acting I've done. But hey, hey, I'm Michael B. Hey, auntie. Hey, my auntie just walked in, y'all. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> I might be joining. There. Do love everybody going. I only have one impression, so I apologize that I'm beating this into ground. But it's frozen ground, so it's very tough to crack. And uh, I'm very excited for uh, RB3 to hopefully interview this Michael. Uh, uh, be George in one day and uh, it, this be shown to him because it will absolutely kill me. <laughs> um, Perfect. Why is this Flirtenfaust not competing in uh, He's this? He's back! Why, why we have this Ben Bateman mural, you know, machine and uh, Warfather? You, you, you need the original OG uh, movie tribute Schmodown King. Uh, that's me. I'm also the Queen and the Duke and the Duchess and everything. I'm every element of the royal family of movie tribute Schmodown. So, you know, all these other um, you losers can go aside, okay? Uh, yeah, that's what you get yeah, from the uh, oh Angela, Angela Merkel's favorite persons of Fruit and Floss, where That should tell you everything you need to know about her intelligence <laughs> level for sure. Uh, you, know, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow, fantastic stuff. 
On a pay-per-view, that's what I do it. Never give it away for free. Make them pay for it. Uh, Dan Merle, Dandy Dan Merle, he's going to take on the boss, Ben Bateman, for the Schmodown singles title. An incredible match. You've got the Warfather and Janine, the machine, taking on fantastic stuff. Love them both. Great people. Big fans. I love the black community. I help the black community. No one does no more for the black community than I have. Absolutely. So I'm supporting Janine in this fight against the Warfather. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching this episode SEN Live. Can't, appreciate, can't thank you all enough for all the Schmobots, the Streamlabs, the Super Chats, all of it coming through to help us stay alive and help us keep bringing you entertainment every day here on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. Don't forget Christian one-on-one. -on -one. Don't forget me against Collins later today. And don't forget tomorrow, as, uh, as my boy Trump just mentioned, you've got a pay-per-view between Ben Bateman and the champ. Dan Murrow for the title with the undercard, the Warfather, taking on Janine the Machine. What could you ask for more than that? Great, great matches that you're going to enjoy. Take care of yourselves. Have a great rest of your day. Please be well and come back and join us tomorrow at 10 a.m. PT live for another episode of SEN Live. Take care. Peace. Hey, guys.